And we're back here, another Real News uh, Anarchy this time. Riots in Portland um, and protests in Portland are going on still, uh, especially after ICE came in and whipped uh, out some violent... Uh, I, mean, I, I keep about to say protesters, not even freaking protesters. They, ICE came in and brought some violent thugs that were in there destroying federal property. It's been going crazy in there because they were in unmarked uh, vans. But... It is also almost a hundred days out from the 2020 presidential elections. Uh, in about 36 minutes, when it hits midnight, we will be a hundred days out. So it's going to be an intense next three months as we go into the heat of election season. But these Portland protests are just going wild. So I am joined here, as always, with uh, our fellow uh, panelists and co-hosts, or whatever we're calling each other now. Dictator Phil is here as usual. Hey, hey, <laughs> and he is wrong name, dude. Oh shoot! Oh my god! You yeah. know, I, I, I think you need to like Fluffy Phil. Get it right. You know, it's like this is gonna be like the new pro. Building a name thing. for myself, okay? Building a name for myself, and I don't appreciate. It. I'm just, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Well. well it, well, yeah, it's um, like the pronoun thing now. Like if I don't say it, like you know, it's like shit. That's get like your pronouns pronoun. right, seriously. Okay, Pluffy. Um, so we have Pluffy here, Pluffy Phil, and then we have Donnie the Don here. How are you doing, Hello, Donnie? Hello, guys. All right. So yeah. you have a YouTube channel that's already blowing up, already surpassed ours after two videos. <laughs> You're blowing up, so. Where can people find that, and what can they find on there? Like, what, what are you doing uh, content-wise? Um, so it's Donnie the Don. It's the same as my Twitter handle. And uh, my content, basically, is going to be really focused on the election, what's going on, and exposing liars on the left. And if they're on the right, they'll be exposed as well. Mm, good. Oh, man. Well, speaking of – actually, here's a small thing I want to talk about now that you bring that up. Uncle Ted, Ted Cruz, we generally like the guy, I think, because uh, he's a mm -hmm. pretty strong conservative from Texas. But mm -hmm. a video has been circulating around where he did an interview with, um, I believe, the Daily Wire. Oh, no, it was his own podcast, with, uh, but he had Michael Knowles from Daily Wire and like somebody else on. And in the interview, he condemns the Proud Boys. And he condemns them by calling them, I believe the phrase he used was bigoted idiots. And I just, that disappointed me. It shows he knows nothing about the Proud Boys and somebody's feeding him some shit about them that isn't true. Well, I don't like the idea, first off, I don't like the idea about politicians having their own fucking podcasts. <laughs> I mean, that, that to me, that's like, well... I, I mean, shit. Like, you're. Yeah, everybody's got a podcast job. now. <laughs> Look, okay, but you're a politician. Like, your mm. whole. Like, don't you have, like, other responsibilities? You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe one of those responsibilities is kind of taking care of your constituents. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm What's a little that? old. Like, but it, it's, it's crazy. But, like, yeah, the, the you were talking about the Proud Boys. They're not, like,. A hate group at all people are like people say like oh they're, they're a hate group they're bigoted all that stuff but like look 
Um, I don't think are are any of them white. Like I'm I'm I was looking at I was looking at pictures of some of the like some of the Proud Boys pictures. I'm like if 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 any of them are white, I'm trying to fucking even I'm googling that shit right now just to even like see like yeah me okay so there's like a couple I guess but like a lot of them are just like not white I'm like like how are you gonna how you get right away the eye the eye test doesn't fucking pass and then and then it's like well no they're just they they challenge like they challenge you that doesn't make them bigoted like they're challenging your arguments they they're 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 there to like you know they they usually conf- they they confront protesters but it's more of long lines of like a defense a defense like a protectionist yep. type thing like I, and it's not it's not like a uh, I I just don't see where that the 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 bigoted part comes into play <clears throat> maybe um one I'm, I might sound really behind because I don't know what proud boys are. Okay, yeah, that that's perfectly I fair. And I think we need to also, yeah, I think that's, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think it's good to explain to anyone that doesn't know. Um, yeah. If anybody's watching, the Proud Boys start off as kind of a joke, okay? They start off as a group created by Gavin McGinnis, co-founder of Vice Media, uh, and conservative punk rocker type guy. Um sort of a uh, more not your I almost I he, I hate using that phrase not your typical conservative but yeah you see him he dresses like a hipster he's really funny he's a really good guy cool guy uh also married to a Native American woman so his babies are mixed race just gonna throw that out there because it's important for what I'm about to say and he's a very sort of live and let live guy very moderate very relaxed but very traditional in many ways and he created this group called the Proud Boys because he just wanted a men's club. He is a very strong sort of like, um, uh, I guess you could say, almost alpha male type. Like he loves sort of manly activities and doing manly things. And he figured, let's create this club called the Proud Boys. And I forget how it really started. Like there's a lot more details I don't want to mess up. But it came about and like it was just guys like hanging out, drinking and having fun and shooting the shit like we do right here just shooting the shit you know and it then became as it grew and got bigger and bigger and there's like chapters all over the country um it then grew into something a little different when conservatives would go to campuses and speak or go to clubs like when milo would go to places or lauren southern would go to places like to local republican chapters young republican clubs stuff like that antifa would come out and they would attack these, try to attack these people. And these events would get, either get shut down or the speakers wouldn't feel safe. And their their lives would literally be in danger at some points. Like Lauren Southern had piss thrown at her. I mean, we all know what happened with Milo in Berkeley. And so it's people like that. And Gavin himself would go these places. And Gavin was pepper sprayed by Antifa, I believe. Um, and so the Proud Boys... We're all these tough sort of alpha male types, these chads, these ex-vets, or ex-vets, that was the stupidest thing I've ever said, <laughs> these veterans, um, sort of ex-military people, bikers kind of guys, you know, you kind of get a visual here, they would defend these speakers from Antifa because the cops weren't doing shit, they either were not there, they wouldn't do anything, or they would 
let Antifa do their uh, violence. And so Gavin and the Proud Boys were basically self de- a self-defense force. They never started fights. They only ended them, as Gavin would say. And they are a multiracial fraternal defense group. There are black people, gay people, white people, uh, Hispanic people, Asians. There's everything in there. The only thing is that it's just men. Like, if you want to get them for that, they're just dudes. And that's because that's what, what I mean, they are. The name is Proud, Proud Boys. Boys. It's not like proud girls proud people like i don't know yeah no that's basically the tldr of it yeah um and and it's like i've never anytime i've ever hear heard them speak or you know heard them interact with anybody it was never really in a bigoted manner like no they're just trump supporters so you're average trump supporters but it's like but it's like we're gonna head and we're gonna see this in the next hundred days uh because we're already talking about like with twitter um blocking QAnon or whatever oh we have to talk about that so so i tried to do this well yes definitely i i got so excited over your segue it was so good but uh but yeah, with that, like we're gonna see these next hundred days, we're gonna start seeing more of that. It's gonna be, cause, cause the if you if you saw the tweet, the the, the tweet that Twitter safety, um, oh the, the the worst the worst oh I hate Twitter's safety with a passion. Anyway, um, but but if you saw the tweets that the the QAnon tweets, they left a very vague terminology on those tweets where they could open the door to say, oh, well, you're associated with QAnon. Here's the boot. Mm-hmm. And I think conservatives are going to get a majority of those boots. They're going to get yep. they're going to get loosely tied with, you know, like QAnon, and then they're going to, yeah, they're, they're, I, I think I could see it coming, and it's only going to get worse. Yeah. It's only going to get worse before it gets better with any of this stuff and it's going to take a long ass time before it gets better I'm going to pull up that tweet too because what's wild about this and I'm glad you post this Phil because I really didn't see this until I actually checked after I saw your thing and then checked out Twitter but um, what what to me is what is really uh, sort of different about this is that Twitter is literally banning a topic they're telling people you basically can't talk about this topic and they look we all know the tourists treats conservative viewpoints differently and a lot of jazz but they've never specifically put out a policy where they're like you can't talk about x and twitter said and i quote we've been clear that we will take strong enforcement action on behavior that has the potential the potential to lead to offline harm that is vegas shit in line with this approach this week we are taking further action on so-called QAnon activity across the service we will permanently suspend accounts tweeting about these topics that we know are this is a mouthful engaged in violations of our multi-account policy i think that's when you create an account after you delete one coordinating abuse 
around individual victims or are attempted to evade a previous suspension. That's what I just said. Uh, Something we see more of in recent weeks. Holy shit. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Uh, and, And we do. We knew that something like this was coming. Like, we knew it. Like, you know, Stevie Wonder could see that shit coming. Um, exactly and it was a way for them to target Trump supporters and silence Trump supporters because I don't know any few few people that are liberals do y'all know any? No. I haven't seen any nope and to be well, the clear whole, the whole Q thing well the whole Q thing is designed around this idea that there's a deep state against Trump right is that the that's, that's the that's one of the main talking points for Q, right? That is a very simplified foundation. The only reason the, I, yeah, yes. I, I'm trying. Yeah, I know it gets more broad than that. But <laughs> yeah. That's like, yeah. It, it's a fair way to put it because that's yeah. kind of where the idea comes from. Like, Q is a very – look, I, I'll tell you some funny stories about that because Q is this just – it's this weird conspiracy thing that's that's just – gone way further than i even thought it would i'd heard about because it was like something on 4chan where these people would say they're QAnon, anon being anonymous and that's a big thing on you know 4chan (coughs) 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 shoot i swallowed (coughs) easy now i'm dying on the live stream yeah (laughs) dying on us man we need it for next week no i'm just kidding hey it was a dramatic twist oh wait you don't need me (laughs) um no you know yeah of course we do just (laughs) wink wink (laughs) um uh i um q is a thing that i think you did put it actually pretty well more i think about because it started off as a thing where it was like uh, talking about like dropping like these big red pills on the deep state and like all these like secret elements and Frankly, I think it wasn't one particular person. It was multiple people just posing as it, and it was just sort of one big joke. But Milo, I think, put it best when he says horoscopes for Trump moms because that's really what it is. It, like, predicts these weird things and these crazy things, and, like, half the time it's right, half the time it's wrong because it's so vague. And it's it's just a weird thing that, like, for some reason boomers have really, like, latched on to because for my job, like, I've called people that would literally go off on Q. They're like, have you seen the latest Q video? And I'm like, oh, no, I, I must have missed it. Uh, that's a shame. Uh, I, You know, can we talk about And then they just start going into it. Like, they just, like, obsess over it, and they just go on and on. Like, it's like a rabbit hole of rabbit holes. But what's really funny, you'll love this one, Phil. Mm-hmm. People, since this Twitter thing, people on Instagram were going on mega celebrity accounts like Tom Hanks and <laughs> you guys see us to believe it it's I think they're still up they were going in the comments on Tom Hanks's Instagram and I'm not making this up like the top 50 comments would just be pizza emojis or say Pizzagate or pedo or something like that it's unreal I, I mean, crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, I mean, but but yeah, the, that that I mean, the the whole pedophilia thing is part of what like they're trying to. Mm-hmm. That, that's a, that's another part of the the thing too. I like Nate. 
like like you if you're going down this conspiracy rabbit hole maybe twitter's protecting pedophiles or something i don't know like you because because that's another thing that they were going down like like some of these some of these some of these members of the deep state have like real pedophilia type pasts or whatever and then you're trying to so you're the, like there's a lot yeah there's it's like because there is a kernel of truth to it like it's yeah. mostly bullshit and it's wh it's wacky and i look yeah as someone who is like doesn't doubt conspiracies anymore after all the shit we've seen over the past few months it is it is way out there like even alex jones like rolls his eyes at it like and is like okay no you know and he has you know lots of interesting conspiracies some which i actually believe in to be honest but it's it's just like like alex jones is right where you should be with conspiracies you dabble in them you have some fun with them there are some that you actually have legit shit on q is just wacky look at tom hanks's instagram i posted it right here this link right here to one of his posts just look at the comments <laughs> it's just all pizzas like pito pito pizza gate oh and and then when i did this show with um uh tiara talks um she discussed too where um people had to wear their shirts inside out because during the trump rally in tulsa they didn't let them walk in with that q stuff showing wow because yeah i don't blame him for that because q is kind of bad optics yeah i'm looking at this entire commentary it's all spam with pizza emojis you know, referencing Pizzagate. And Tom Hanks had to, like, disable his comments to not too long ago. <laughs> God, this is hilarious. What was that? Why did Tom Hanks stop posting on Twitter? Oh, did he? Yeah, he stopped May... It was it May 22nd? Um, when I made my post about uh, May 22nd, I was trying to figure out what was going on that day. Um, huh. I know someone, someone pointed out that Tom Hanks hasn't posted on his Twitter account since May 22nd. You know, I was hashtagging May 22nd. That You're whole right. ordeal. That out. I'm trying Got to see it. the comments. Same day that Jack posted an, uh, a pizza emoji on his Twitter account. Oh shit! I mean, he he got the coronavirus, and I got all excited, and then it fucking <laughs> died. The one, the one person that did survive that I didn't fucking want to. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like what? Like you know the the you know you, you get all the you get this coronavirus scare, you know, and you're get you're getting this these Twitter bucks and all that stuff. You shut down the economy, and then and then. So you're like all nervous to whatever, and then Tom Hanks gets it, and then it's like, oh wow, maybe well, maybe we finally get one. Maybe they pluck off somebody that I really don't need in this world, and then he fucking survives, man. What the hell? Must be those Clinton connections and those Pizzagate. Yeah, you know, he must have gone into comment ping pong, and then he was cured of coronavirus. Um, if you do look at his last tweet he ever did, he's, he did, there's a whole bunch of, like, pizza emojis, people bringing up some of the pictures from Pizzagate. Now, and I want to say something, too, about Pizzagate, because it feels like Proud Boys, Pizzagate, all this shit is, like, classic, like, 2015, 16. Pizzagate is one of those things that is, I mean, the Proud Boys are the one of the most misrepresented things ever, and 
smear things ever. Pizzagate is complicated because there are parts of it that have genuine truth to it. One of the big ones was Jeffrey fucking Epstein. Yes, Pizzagate brought a lot of that to light when nobody else was talking about it. They were really onto that big time and people were calling him crazy. I remember Paul Joseph Watson made a video on it. Um, but there are other things that they talk about that are kind of off the wall and like, you know, you can kind of do some guesswork on, but Pizzagate's complicated and it sounds like Alex is back. Maybe not, but, um, yeah. So like there, there's just some weird stuff with that. Cause it all came from those Podesta emails, which had some weird references in them and some weird images that people found. Oh, he's back. He is back. The Alex. What's his new mic? Yeah. My what new up, mic. bro? What's going on? Uh, you need to check something funny out. You'll like this. In the chat's chat, open up this Instagram post from Tom Hanks. Not the Twitter one, but the Instagram one. Go and check this one out. Now read the comments on that Instagram post. Hmm. I hit on a king and a deuce, 21 Hank, Hanks, and then Sam Gunn. Oh, <laughs> fuck. He keeps posting pizza. Scroll Jeez, down. Pizza. What the fuck? What did he do? Like, is he a pedophile now? Well, What's going on here? I don't know what ha I think this was in reaction. I have to double check this and look into it. I think it was in reaction to when Twitter banned QAnon, like talking about it, and people just started spamming Tom Hanks's Insta, like putting PizzaGate, Pedo Pedo, um, pizzas, cheese pizzas, all this shit in his comments on all of his Instagram posts, to the point where he had to disable comments, and then they started doing it to his Twitter. I just knows, but it's hilarious. Well, that's ironic coming from Sam Gunn because wasn't that the person who James was Gunn. like, "Oh, that's the wrong person." Mm, that's James Gunn. I'm about to say that would that would be funny if that person was putting pizza on there. <laughs> Holy shit! But it's unbelievable. Yeah. They just hijacked his ins like every post, dude. Why are they associating him with that? Was he like involved with that in any way? Like, you the pedo like the QAnon stuff or? something did he do something to piss them off i'm trying to find out actually because like i don't know like see the thing with QAnon, like see what you will but i i think it's just kind of bullshit like it's a bunch of like people on 4chan or 8chan or both or more 8 coon or whatever um, and they're just like fucking trolling yeah i i i'm for it i i agree for the most part but i'm like at the same time in the back of my head i'm like well you know what what the, if? A, even even a even a broken clock is right twice a day so like are are some of these true i don't i mean I'm, yeah epstein was true with pizzagate yeah, and yeah. q probably dived into it but yeah, that's what we were just talking about when you hopped on alex was that these conspiracy theories these things the media loves to smear like they oversimplify it and i'm one that loves simplifying but they just like ridiculously like oh Pizzagate oh it's just a wacky conspiracy no Pizzagate talked about Epstein before anybody else cared about yeah. him and they were right about him for the most mm -hmm. part 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree I with that. Like, why would? Here's the thing: they wouldn't ban something if it was fucking true. You know, like if it was false. Mm-hmm. You know, the only reason they're banning it is because it's true. Well, here's the thing too: is like, this is what what's weird for me is like, why now? They're like, oh, we've seen like recent activity. Okay, why? I, I like why now? So I'm not. I see Q talk about like Facebook. It's like a boomer meme, but I don't see it talked about on Twitter as much. I don't see Q shit on Twitter. I would see maybe Pizzagate shit there, but not Q. And it's it's just weird that they're doing this now. And I think it's really they're using it as an excuse to start banning other. To start banning people from talking about other topics in the future. I think that's what's really about. They're trying to set a precedent because nobody really believes Q except some like boomers that they really aren't on social media that much. But I don't know. It's just, it's the whole thing's weird. And the only other explanation I could see is like maybe it was spamming a lot of people and people were complaining to Twitter, but I really don't see that. I just, he wasn't even on Twitter. The actual Q was some dude on fucking like 8chan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Trip and people like he's like a fucking prophet, the like the modern day fucking prophet, because people go to interpret mm-hmm. his writings and shit. Like it was pretty like fucking cringy, but it was kind of like funny. Yeah, you know? like, well, that's why intrigued. Milo called it horoscopes for Trump moms. Yeah, like he was basically, you know like your fucking seer or something like that from you know like the middle ages where it's like oh we're gonna go and interpret what this like dude who's high in mushrooms saying and you know it's like the fucking oracle of delphi basically but with autistic memes about like <laughs> conspiracy theories that some of them I might be say, true i will say that i'm neutral on my opinion on q but i feel like they must be doing something right or speaking enough truth that twitter feels like they have to ban their accounts mm. oh yeah I, I agree with that i think this person probably said like they no one will give a shit if it's just some like rant like random accounts viewing random shit like look the fucking onions still on there you know they have a bunch of other like parody things on there so obviously there's some truth into what he's saying or else they wouldn't care about them and the other thing too is um I'm looking up on this. This is an LA Times article. And if you believe the poll, you know, just take it with a grain of salt. But it says a Pew Research poll released in March found that 76% of Americans had heard nothing at all about QAnon, 20% had heard a little bit about it, and 3% had heard a lot. And this is why I always do with polls. Let's just say this 3% have heard a lot. Let's double it to 6. Let's even triple it to 12. That is so small. The people that have heard a lot about it. Yeah, like, honestly, the, I mean, I, I used to, like, I, I'd go on 4chan, and stuff, that's why I heard about it, but, like, the only mainstream news media article I've ever seen from it was, like, fucking Vice exposing it. It would be Vice. Yeah, like, they just do yeah. stupid shit like that, and it's like, oh, you know, here we go, here's this, like, super evil, edgy, you know, random conspiracy theories and, like, Pizzagate and stuff, because if I'm, were they, like, what was this link to Pizzagate? It was, um... <laughs> was this the person that dropped that? Because I don't even remember, like, I thought those were two separate things. I I consider them in my brain two separate things, but they are linked, I believe, because Q started around, like, tw- I don't even know if Q was a thing in 2016. I think it was later. I'm going to check Wikipedia. 
but Q was more of a like Phil kind of said earlier, more about sort of deep state, but it was kind of linked to Pizzagate where they like would cite <laughs> it or reference it. It's almost like a Pizzagate offshoot, like a spinoff. Yeah, but it was like I don't know. I just think that Pizzagate. They had that one event. Now everyone kind of blew it out of proportion after you know the guy with some, the gun. Yeah, they just went and started shooting into the basement of like Comet Ping Pong. Yeah, and oh, uh, by like the also, uh, breaking news from five hours ago: TikTok will block QAnon hashtags, but not remove related videos. So see, this is what this is gonna do. You're just gonna make these people believe it more and more. Like that's what happens. Like, I think QAnon's mostly bullshit, but people are gonna now think it's truer than ever before. You block it and you so you kind of give it a little bit of credibility like don't we're blocking them because they're you know they're not real like well how about you let me determine what's real and what's not well yeah and because people then start thinking these people believe there's like a yeah. deep state and there's people the trying to subvert things and their whole thing is like oh they're trying they're, this is it's secret it's secret and then so you block it and you like you create this narrative that like you feed into that narrative mm -hmm. like that yeah. they're talking about like no the only like like when it comes to when it comes to stuff like that um you know sunlight is the best disinfectant you yeah. know if it's bullshit put it out there and let people determine if it's bullshit or not yeah they're just gonna dig their heels in what they believe and um wikipedia literally just kind of said what i just said they said um in the history of QAnon, they said meowlets have described QAnon as an offshoot of the discredited Pizzagate conspiracy theory. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I've always thought of it. They're, they're right for once, these media outlets. But, um, oh, yeah, one thing I was going to say was another Q story. Cause I, I told you this one before, Alex, about the woman I called once that will, like, was like, oh, have you seen the latest Q video? <laughs> I was like, um, no, I'm sorry I missed that one. There's another story. This one's really funny. It's from one of our, one of our buddies that uh, has a similar job as me. He was meeting up with somebody, uh, a couple, in their like thirties or forties, I think. And the dude's like this, like Chad. He's like, you know, this big muscular guy. That's how he described me was as a Chad, like a proper Chad. And the girl's pretty kind of hot looking, but you know, a little rough around the edges, and. He he was sitting there, and this woman starts talking about Q. She's like talking about QAnon, and then she whips out. I'm not making this shit up. Three fucking binders with QAnon like manifestos and data and graphs and research. She just has this on her. Three binders full of QAnon shit. Do you ever see that one meme with Charlie Day in it from Always Sunny in Philadelphia and he's like going into that mm -hmm. fucking conspiracy shit? Yeah. That, that reminds me of this fucking person. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was just so funny. Just like whips out these binders and like puts them on the table of Q. What, what did they... Was there any follow-up to that? Like, did they do anything with that shit? Or... I would have to ask. This person was in a... um. A torrential like thunderstorm, and I was caught talking to them, so it was like I was hearing bits and pieces. But 
Yeah, it was just um, wacky shit. I don't know why Q is like the thing people latched on to. Like, Pizzagate makes sense because Pizzagate like had some shit in it that was legit. And it came off of those Podesta emails. But like, Q is just such a weird thing. Well, it's because it's related to 4chan and 8chan, like that culture. Like, honestly, I think they're going to try to do some sort of government action to shut down either 4chan or 8chan or both within the next five years. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen unless, you know, Trump does something. But I think he's too afraid to even touch that with a nine-foot pole. Well, especially if there's no shooting with, like, somebody that starts spouting that shit. You know, that's what always happens. A shooting happens... Boom, we gotta shut these things down. Or, like, somebody brings a gun to common ping pong, gotta shut this down. Yeah, it's almost like they know that's what happens. You know, almost. Yeah. Well, and the thing, too, is with, um. Oh, fuck. I was losing my train of thought there. The thing with, uh, Pizzagate, though, you know, is like. Oh, they're talking about Alex Jones in this article, Michael Flynn. It's just. Pizzagate to me is one of those things that I I feel like they should kind of I don't want to say resurface it but somebody should do a more thorough like deep dive into this stuff yeah no they should like they keep trying to go and deep dive into it but it's like made by fucking vice Mm -hmm. and they don't actually like they they're clearly biased whenever they try to do it and that's my biggest problem yeah well, yeah, because they always like, just try to discredit it and be like, oh, these things are all wacky and crazy. And it's like, no, there's some truth in here. I mean, it's the same fucking thing with, with the whole like coverage of Gamergate, man. The only people who try to describe it are people from the other side of the political spectrum. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sad. You know, it's completely screwing it up. Like it, it, it's it's bad because it's gonna be written down the history books at some points. Yeah, you know, that's what's gonna happen. Well, and I know Sargon was kind of saying this like a while ago, but I think it's you know, and some people laughed him at the time when he said, "Well, I think we need another Gamergate." I know we've been kind of saying similar things, but like, I think we do because it seems like, especially with Black Lives Matter taking over the streets, it feels like we've kind of lost the culture war right now. We won it in 2016, but it feels like we're losing again. You know what I mean? It yeah, feels it like is. it now. I guess. I guess. Uh, I mean, there there's still a hundred days left, and I, I like. Well, I I I'm, I don't think the, we're losing the, the election. Exciting, yeah, I I think some of the yeah. Well, I mean, well, look, I mean, the cult. Look, these these culture wars tend to escalate and de-escalate around election time anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I feel like something, like, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot that's going to happen within these next hundred days. So, I don't know. Just keep doing the work. I'd say just keep doing the work, keep grinding it out, and well, we'll see what happens. Well, I think... Oh, actually, something culture I will say that we did win recently, and I think it's getting so understated, is, because I guess it's an Ardama sort of falling, Nicholas Sandman, the infamous uh, MAGA hats uh, grin guy, the Covington kid, mm-hmm. won- settled a 
$250 million lawsuit with the Washington Post. To me, this is like, this is a very important, pointed way we can win the culture war. Because, and I know we have disagreements on boycotts, but like tearing down the Washington Post and tearing down these big media establishments by just ending subscriptions and doing some boycotts really isn't enough because these leftists still back them and still pay them for their shit. But you, if you go after these people for smearing you, for slandering you, for libel, for defamation, then you can do some serious damage. You know, you get more Nick Sandmans that fight back with lawyers. You could put these media outs out of business if you drain them of enough cash might take a few lawsuits but just you know i i think there's more to this than people are look realizing like if you really want to tear down the media this is how you could do it yeah no i i agree with that well i mean uh i mean it's it it's like like the media is always going to be around i mean obviously but like you know you're gonna have to find like speaking of media right like so um we were talking about it the other day with um with the sports media right and how you know espn has just become far left right they've just they've just gone left right and uh one of the ways that's um one of the ways that's being combated to you know fight espn is this 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 one sports uh channel that i uh, outkick it's become one of my favorite channels like it, it's incredible uh they got like jason whitlock or um clay travis and like there's there's they're growing anyway and and uh and i th- and um they've already hosted uh senator holly um a couple of other like Republican politicians. Um, it's like a sports. It's like a sports channel for conservatives because it's like you're seeing a whole bunch of these. Like you're you're talking about like you know ESPN going so far left. Um, you know that you need that at like like there's there 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 became a va- a vessel space available for something like Outkick. And now Outkick's becoming growing in popularity, growing in success, uh, and it's like, and this is again, and 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 I feel like, and I feel like, uh, that is kind of similar to like Blaze TV and similar to, you know, it feels these, like these that. other outlet. Yeah, it feels like it, and it's like this is this is one of those ways that it's like, it's sticking it to the sports like. I I was seeing something to talk going back to ESPN. Um, I going on on their Twitter page. They had uh they had a WNBA game where both teams went to the locker room to protest the national anthem. Like, while the national anthem was playing, they both went to the locker room oh, at a protest or something like that. And uh, and it was a it was a WNBA game, so. No one's watching it anyway. Nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. Look, and I, and I, and I and I had to be honest. I was like, look, we we have to be honest with ourselves. Look, 
uh, out of all the sports that are getting hit with this COVID-19 uh, mess, I think the WNBA is most prepared to handle something like this, you know, because you're, you have sports and you're not having uh, fans in the stands and, and, and they can, they can, they can handle it because well, no, nobody's showing up to these fucking games anyway. Right. Them and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Like, yeah, the Pittsburgh Pirates is nothing, you know? Yeah. I, I was driving, I was driving by Pittsburgh and there was a sign there that had, Oh, certain days until, until spring training or whatever. I'm like, well, shit. I mean, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is also prepared because nobody's going to fucking PNC Park either. So, no, and, and I'm like, well, it, it's like, they, they, but they're not, they don't give a shit. They're just, they're po ESPN is gone so far left. They're posting this ridiculous narrative and like it, it it's created this thing for out for somebody like out so a channel like outkick and they're doing extremely well and yeah i mean i yeah well, i got my vip pass and i'm like oh shit speaking of that too did you see that uh dave portnoy of barstools got to interview trump yeah i'm yeah, sorry I'm that is like that's like oh i think that's wild that's fantastic because that yeah. shows that Trump, I don't know who's advising him or if he did this on his own or what the deal is, but he's starting to go more into alternative media. If there's one thing I wish he had done, uh, continued in his early days of his presidency was, yeah, do the New York Times, NBC, all them, I get it. You got to have your message out where people are reading it, where you have the most eyeballs. Fine. But give alternative media some love. Because he, he, he was, you know, remember in, in 16, exactly. he yeah. was without, he didn't interview Alex Jones. Like, it was a pretty big deal, like when he was a candidate. And I think what would really cap this off for me is he, if he goes on Joe Rogan, once Joe Rogan's on Spotify, if he goes on that, that, like, that's a game changer for alternative media. That's just a game changer. Because Joe Rogan's had the candidates on, but if he has a president on, I mean, alternative media is going to be taken a million times more seriously overnight. Yeah, I mean, I I am nervous. I am I'm a little nervous about Joe Rogan though, because I I heard that uh, like Michelle Obama will also be on Spotify too. So I'm very. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, she she's. I think she's going to be doing a podcast on Spotify as well. So, very well. Very it's like we were talking about when he once he got on there. We're like, you know, you're going to see more of these sort of deals. Boom! Already another big one, Michelle Obama. Right. Now it'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens. Like his guests, though. You know, he says or he was saying Alex Jones and Elon Musk will be like the first ones. We'll see if that pans out. Because that to me is a litmus test. Does he have the same quality guests, if not better? Oh, I'm sure he's going to have better quality guests on there. Absolutely. Like, I, I don't see why he wouldn't. Because now, unless there's some sort of contract in there where he can't have certain guests, which I don't think he... Because he's, a, he, you know, when he did that, that was... It was his, in his interest, you know. He was the one calling the shots for that shit. 
I can't see them as decreasing his quality of guests. Now it would, it would increase it if anything, because he doesn't have to worry about getting kicked out. Because if they do cancel him, he's walking out with like a hundred some million dollars, and then he can go and sign a deal with another company. Hmm. I'm surprised he didn't start his own shit. Unless maybe that's why, what he thinks is next. Why would he? When you get a hundred million dollars, dude, that's, that's oh yeah, exactly. But I, you know, how wealthy is him. he? Hundred million dollars wealthier now. Yeah. Well, oh. I mean, he, you you got to understand, Joe Rogan's been around for a long time in the entertainment industry yeah. too. Like, he's you're talking Fear Factory, The Man Show, News Radio, all the um, WWE or the, the the wrestling shit. You the commentary on the UFC. Uh, there's a lot of good. He's he's been in quite a few things and. You know, and then so by the time he even got to this podcast level, it was like, you know, he'd already had quite a bit. So, oh, yeah, probably got a lot of fuck, probably got a ton of fuck you money. My thing is, why would he go and reinvent the wheel and like make his own shit if he doesn't have to? Well, the one thing I'm, and this is kind of what Phil was kind of, I think, alluding to, is that I mean, you're also looking at too, is like, well. how how much control is Spotify going to have over him? Like, that's what I'm wondering. Because, like Phil said, they brought Michelle Obama. And I don't think Spotify is concerned by any means. We Like, Spotify is probably fairly left-wing. But we'll see if they stand for free speech. I mean, they banned Alex Jones. Let's not forget that. So, I think... That's the one thing I'm going to see with... Because I, I think Joe's the type of guy that doesn't like being told what to do, generally. He doesn't He's like that. He's got enough money where he doesn't have to be because he could just go and, you know, fuck off somewhere else. Oh, and that's what I'm saying. I, I wonder if this... Again, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to follow this, but the Spotify thing, it could be great. They could let him do whatever he wants. And I think they should know that going into this. So that's how he operates. But there will probably become a point, especially if Spotify changes ownership or something, where they're going to start telling him, hey, you can't bring this guy in. Hey, you can't do this. This isn't advertiser-friendly or some bullshit. And he's not going to like that, and he's going to have to pick up, leave, and start his own website, his own service, all that sort of shit. So I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't be surprised that happens. I'm um, seeing some comments rolling on the video here. Sorry, we were a little bit behind that. Michael Crocker says, we're not losing the culture where the less reactions are not those of someone who's winning. It's panic. Mm, maybe, maybe. Uh, the only way they win is if we let them. That's true. They've lost all their marbles. Their masks have come off. Less engaged people can see that leftist ideologies are destructive and batshit crazy. They're being shown instead of told a thousand percent more effective. That's Crocker again. Hi, Firecracker. How you doing? Um, I've heard they, Joe Brindley says, I heard they won't be repeating names on the anniversary of 9-11 due to this COVID fraud. I wish Trump would read them live on a presidential address. I'm going to have to fact check, fact check that, see if that's even true. And I would love for Trump to do that. Uh, Five Cracks says, Joe Rogan's following Elon Musk to Texas. Ooh, that's something we can talk about right there. Absolutely. Elon Musk is building a gigafactory in Texas. I forget what's being built there. I'm gonna look it up though. Uh, it's gonna be the uh, the super truck, the cyber truck, cyber truck. Yeah. Okay. Well, why are they making one factory just for the cyber truck? Is our well, shipping I, built well, there? 
Well, I mean, well, they're going to tech. I mean, they're really, they're going to Texas. Um, like, well, especially with like the, the cyber truck, you know, obviously you think trucks, you think Texas, you think, you know, I think he's um, just pissed off about, uh, and there's part of that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that. That too. yeah. Like, you know, everything is getting so fucking expensive um in california and everything in mess in california um you're looking at i mean look and and, and it's everything regulation ruins everything like and I'm, I'm going back to a previous episode talking about the uh uh one of the examples i like to give to how disastrous california is is the la stadium um debacle right mm. they they went yeah so, so uh, um, the Los Angeles Rams are trying to build a new stadium in Los Angeles. Um, the uh, so originally it was supposed to cost somewhere around three three billion dollars to create, which of course you know would be the most expensive stadium ever built. Um, and but they're constructing it, so they're doing all the construction, doing all the stuff. And because the, the, the construction costs are so high, um, it's gone it's gone past five billion. And they're saying that it might even go up to ten billion, which is like well you're you're talking about ten billion, that's like more than most owners of the NFL teams are even worth. So like like California's got a whole lot of fucking problems and it's like, yeah, and that goes to show you, look, liberal policies, they ruin people. They ruin cities. They ruin states. Well, um, you know it's bad when, like, these sort of, I guess you could say moderates are leaving. Or people even, they're, like, could be considered left-wing in some ways. Um, and Ken, okay, and by the way, for the Tesla factory in uh, right outside of Austin, which is exploding, that city's exploding. It's bigger mm-hmm. in Chicago. Uh, they are going to be building the Model 3, Model Y, Cybertruck, and Tesla Semi at the Gigafactory in uh, Texas. Big, big deal. I mean, this is just yeah. huge. Now help Texas big time. Love yeah. Tesla. Uh, and then Joe can confirm what, what, what the person in the comments said, uh, that Joe Rogan is leaving L.A. for Texas. He yep. says because there's more freedom there. Rogan cites overcrowding, traffic, homelessness, among the reasons he's moving there's a clip um and i remember he alex jones said that joe rogan was telling him this um after the spotify deal i mean i think that i cannot and we've talked about this before but like people keep downplaying it on the right but the cal cal exit the californian migration to texas is huge I'm kind of concerned about that actually yeah yeah so am i in some ways yes i think it's concerning because can this make texas blue yep that's what i was worried about i wasn't excited about that okay cool bring jobs but don't bring your policies you're leaving for a reason and people are are purposely moving to texas to turn it blue but like he's going to bring a bunch of people who are confused or they're going to vote for the same thing they've been voting for which is going to mess up texas don't bring your liberal fucking weirdos with you yeah well, I don't think you're going to get any of the radical lefties coming here. I think they love San Francisco and California. As shitty as it is, they love it. 
But I think, like I said, you're going to get these sort of moderates. And only time will tell, but I think you're going to get people that are just tired of the left-wing crazy shit that come to Texas and could very well start voting Republican. Or maybe just not vote. I don't know. But these sort of people are more malleable. Like Joe Rogan, he's a little bit of a different case. But somebody like Elon Musk, like you see the shit he says on Twitter. He is like conservative, I think, in more ways than he even realizes. He was from South Africa. <laughs> he was. No, he's, he's like, no, like he's seen the effects of some of these policies. Like, you want to talk about affirmative action? Like, look at that whole fucking country. You know, we want to talk about socialism? Like, it's all been done to the extreme over there. Like, it's one, like, you know, that, that whole country, it's kind of seen both extremes. Like, extreme right, extreme left. And now it's just like a fucking shithole. But. You know, back to what you were saying, I, I am concerned, though, because look what happened to Colorado. Like, it used to be a very conservative state, and then just, like, out of the blue, you know, you get all these transplants from California who moved up there to go, like, snowboarding and shit, and now mm -hmm. it's, like, a fucking liberal shithole, just like everything else. Like, you try to get anywhere in, like, downtown Denver, that's, you know, that, that's, like, the most San Francisco prices right there. Well, oh, yeah, my... um cousins used to kind of live in the denver area. i don't know where they fucking live now like they're they're rich and they move about everywhere but dude colorado's a weird state because it's um i'm trying to pull up the 2016 results because it is i've always considered it pretty left wing and obviously with a lot of their more recent actions they are but um i i didn't i'll try and figure out when it was conservative or last time it voted red but it's I've always considered them like a like a really weird red state. Yeah, I'm looking at the map here. Hillary got 1.3 million votes in Colorado. Trump got 1.2. Gary Johnson took 144,000. Probably when they legalized marijuana. Yeah. yeah. Probably exactly like, what happened. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> What's Aleppo? What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, well, what about Joe Jurgensen? Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Alex put best. Who? Yeah, Joe Jurgensen, their new uh, candidate. I think oh, we yeah. ripped her last time. Yeah, we've, 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 we've beaten that dead horse. Yeah, but the libertarian. Dude, you know what I keep hearing from them? Because they, they all say the same shit. They're like, oh, there's these access rules. These uh, ballot access rules. I forget what they fucking call it. Or, or, or holding back the libertarians. We can't get enough signatures because it's, and we can't get on the ballot. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I kind of agree. Yes, I don't, I mean, I don't know why you have to get signatures or petitions to be on the ballot. Okay, fine. But you fuckers can't, if you can't get enough, like 4,000 petitions in this state, you, there's a bigger problem here. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's pretty fucking embarrassing. You can't even get 4,000 signatures to get onto a ballot. Dude. And you expect to win the presidency. Like, just, just go and, like, not vote. You know, just scribble in, like, you know, fucking Michael Jackson or something into the fucking ballot. You know, just throw it out because it, it doesn't fucking matter if you're going to vote for libertarians. They're not going to win. You know it. I know it. Democrats know it. We all fucking know it. Democrats Same know people. it, and they love libertarians because of it. They just love them because they hurt Republicans. And the joke is, like, look, my volunteers, like, they get, like, 
they can get like easily a hundred signatures in a weekend, one day actually one day, mm-hmm. by being at a gun shop saying, "Hey, do you support the Second Amendment?" Boom, signature sign. You know, and you could do that with some libertarians, like, "Hey, do you want to uh, put somebody pro gun on the ballot?" You don't have to vote for them, but you just want another pro gun candidate on the ballot? They'd be like, "Sure." You could get a hundred signatures at one shop on one day. So on the weekend, you get two hundred. Let's say there are five gun shops in your area. Five hundred signatures, boom, one weekend at least. And you're telling me you can't get four thousand in the entire state? Bullshit. I have I have two issues with Joe. One issue I have with Joe is he was talking about um, basically having an open immigration policy. Yeah, and I'm totally against that. Yeah. Um, a couple reasons why is you know people say people lose jobs that they really don't want, and that's not true. I couldn't get a job at T-Mobile or Verizon uh, because I wasn't bilingual. And wow. And I live in Texas. Bilingual be required or bilingual preferred is huge here, which keeps mm-hmm. people that are American citizens from keep getting jobs. Mm-hmm. My second issue with her was she supported the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. And like, okay, you if you're going to support that, you know that that supports the Democrats. Or if you didn't know, then you have no reason to be a leader if you don't know. Yeah. And I don't like the whole thing about Black Lives Matter in, in general because they're using black people to raise money well, for their campaign. Well, keep in mind, people in the media are gonna are, are in a bad spot just because, like, and, and I think, and I think, uh, Kayla McEnany, McEnany was Kayla McEnany, yeah, yeah, she she had a, the probably the perfect response for Black Lives Matter, right? Like in saying that she agrees with the sentiment that Black Lives Matter, of course, Black Lives Matter, but not in the organization itself, right? So that for if somebody said that, then that would be something you get behind. But if it's like, you but you you have to kind of the 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 Black Lives Matter organization positioned it to where it's like, well, if oh you don't don't follow them, that uh, like what? So what? Black lives don't matter. No, you say it like Kayla Kayla McEnany said it, and say, look, like obviously the sentiment matters, but the organization itself are run by a bunch of fucking Marxists. That's pretty much. I I feel this. I feel like that's absolutely true. Uh, I almost feel like it's you know like how people refer like feminism. It's like oh you know if you don't support Mm -hmm. feminism you're hate women it's the same fucking thing yeah or yes i i support you know women should be treated equal to men yes yeah, but then yeah. when you see how feminists portray yeah. feminism that's you not see. the fucking case well that's that's the whole game they're using something people agree with changing it and forcing them to accept it because they know it's like how can you disagree with it it's feminism don't you like women don't you support women oh you don't well, you're a sexist it's total tactics total manipulation like and that's the thing that really frustrates me is when people think all oh, this is just like grassroots this is organic no none of this is it is all engineered by some sophisticated devious people behind the scenes it's look black lives matter has this website connections to share blue and all these big dem donors it's not le- like fucking grassroots it simply isn't. There may be grassroots chapters, sure, but 
is not a grassroots movement. It's totally engineered and promoted by the media and Democrats. And exactly. Fucking Black Lives exactly. Matter is organic as a whopper. <laughs> yeah, and it's trash too because think about this. Like I, I've been speaking on this about how the corporations are dumping millions and millions of dollars yeah. into it. If they really truly cared about social justice or black communities, why don't you invest that money directly to those communities? Why is it going to Black Lives Matters, which isn't giving money to the, the black communities at all? Good point. And if you look at the corporations who are involved, they have uh, business relationships and interests with China. They need Donald Trump out of the way. So they're investing in an election. They're not investing into the black community. They're investing into an election. And it ticks me off. And then it really annoys me when people don't see that they're using a, a particular group of people to mooch off of. You know, you brought up a very good point, Donnie, when you brought up China, because the, the companies that are making this big deal about Black Lives Matter, you know, they mostly have dealings in China. And China is, you know, probably the probably the most evil country out there that currently exists. Like, I think it surpasses what the Soviet Union used to be. Like, they have, and I've been, like, watching some YouTubers and stuff, and it's, like, just bizarre the shit that happens over there. They have, yeah. you know, uh, human trafficking is incredibly common in China, and, you know, they don't it's have media over here. In, yeah. in media over here, they find something, like, small, and they make it, like, super fucking big. In sure, China, man. like, if you have something, like, that's actually a big deal, they'll, like, ban it. Like, I saw one mm -hmm. YouTuber, like, sent a message to another guy, and the message itself wouldn't load. Because they have these algorithms on their internet that prevent you from actually sending it. You know, like, it's so bad, and none of these companies are talking about it. And it's, like, funny, because I think it was, like, Activision Blizzard. They had some guy who, like, made a stand on Hong Kong, and they silenced him. But now, yeah. every time I go into Warzone, it says Black Lives Matter. Oh, you know, man. they said they didn't allow the, the Hong Kong stuff because they didn't want to allow political messages. But you're telling me that Black Lives Matter in a fucking Call of Duty game isn't political? Like, someone needs to call these people out because that's – it's frustrating and it's hypocrisy. Well, and the other thing, too, is let's keep in mind these companies simp to China while saying black lives matter. Does China think black lives matter? I know they don't because they banned uh, black people from McDonald's. And uh, I think yeah, it was like true. Beijing or something like well, that. So well, China well, basically has Jim Crow laws. And, and and these companies love China, they give them money, but they also say Black Lives Matter. It's bullshit. It's bullshit to manipulate you and to make you feel like they care and because they were afraid of the mob boycotting them and tarring and feathering them with all kinds of, you know, hate mail. A lot of it's money. A lot of it's, it's money. all money. So, yeah. So you got a lot of businesses that do that do business in China and they have a lot of investment over there in China. Um, and they want to appease the CCP because, like, if you do business and you do it within the within the CCP, the corporate tax rate is significantly lower than if you don't. Like, because like the corporate tax rate, the corporate tax rate for um for businesses that don't work directly with the 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 CCP is somewhere around like somewhere in the 60s like it's 60 percent corporate tax rate or something like that it's insane right this is the so they 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 almost they almost use like like they really financially extort people 
like extort businesses to keep in line and i i i believe that's what we're seeing with you know the media too because it's like you have a lot of you have a lot of these big companies that do a lot of multi-billion dollar business in china and if china just said oh well fuck it now you're paying 60 percent corporate tax like that would really significantly fuck over these companies and well what do you do i want to actually because i think we somebody mentioned this here i know my dad saw this and i've heard this before if you look on Black Lives Matter, what, their website, and look at their manifesto, mm-hmm. the shit in here is wild. People don't realize how crazy some of the stuff is in here. Okay, first thing I see here is they say, um, we are unapologetically black in our positioning. Can you imagine if the word black was replaced with the word white there? We are unapologetically white in our positioning. That sounds like some white supremacy, one might say. And then it says down here, we see ourselves as part of a global black family. We're aware of, of the different ways we're impacted or privileged as black people who exist in different parts of the world. Um, we make space for transgender brothers and sisters to participate and lead. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with Black Lives Matter, except intersectionality. Um, we are self-reflexive and do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folk especially black trans women who continue to be disproportionately impacted by trans antagonistic violence oh right. my now, now here's a question too because you know i've i've listened to a few rap songs from like the 90s they don't seem to be very uh trans friendly like the black community. no like, what happened like between then and now that's just like you know, these people are making that out to be like that. Am I wrong in, in thinking that? I... No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong in thinking that. I think that back then the handlers for these celebrities and artists at the time um, had a different agenda. And then now they're pushing it more so and having these new rappers come out dressing, wearing skirts and dresses and wearing purses and everything now because that's what they're being told to do now in order to be popular. Like... So, and they don't write their own lyrics either. So, someone else is writing those the yeah. lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, uh, out of curiosity, like how how well received is like transgenderism today within the black community? Because I, I have no fucking clue. Like just from your experiences, like if you went over to your dad and said, "Hey, I, you know, I'm a man," <laughs> would he, would he be happy with that? I don't. He, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be a discussion where they won't they won't disown me or anything, but it will be a discussion. You're definitely, you're definitely going to see a few counselors on the on the way to the <laughs> the the uh, the doctor's office. The, that... the community is tired of it. They feel like it's being pushed on yeah. our um pushed on us. I don't think it's real. Look, I, I maybe 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 I get kicked off of Twitter or something like that, but. I'll just say it like I just I don't I don't believe in it. I don't believe transphobia is a real thing. Like, I know we're all scared of them. <laughs> like, yeah. who's actually afraid of some dude who dre- who's in a dress and dressing in drag? Like, the only thing I'm scared of is like when they bring this into the schools. Yeah. And yeah. if I have a child, then they go and no, say, hey, we saw your 
we saw your son draw a picture of himself in a dress when it's really like a fucking football jersey. Now they want me to take my kindergartner to fucking like transgender therapy. Well, I, but but I'm saying but I'm saying it's not like I I just don't believe I don't believe it from a, from the perspective that I just don't believe in. I really just don't believe in transgenderism. Period. Like, I, yes, I, not, I, I just don't. I'm like, look, you're you're confused. If you, if if you're if you believe that you are, like, born of the opposite, like you you need to, uh, medically alter your fucking body to change, your, your sex, like. No, you're, 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 you need counseling. I'm well, sorry. It's like when you're a little kid and somebody, and you think you're a fucking Especially dog. if you're a fucking kid. Yeah. Look, if you're 18, if you're 18 and your body's developed and you all of a sudden you're like, hey, I want to flip, uh, go for it, right? Hey, whatever. It's your life. But, like, kids, no fucking way. No fucking way. Well, I don't even think we should be doing it with adults necessarily. I mean, no, that's... I mean, I don't believe in that either. But I'm more along the, you know, the liberty side of things. If you're, if you're at least of the over the age of eighteen, and I don't, be, I don't agree with it. But I'm like, okay, well, whatever. But I don't, I don't agree with like, you know, kids. Like kids, that's like you get the fuck out mm. of here. You, you like at hey, least guys. Wait. what's up. There's a breaking story right now that a protest oh. was shot in Austin by someone driving through the crowd. Oh, it's no. Here oh. we go again. Shit, here we go. Yes. I'm going to shout out to NF Chow. That's who I saw it from first. All right. <laughs> On Twitter. Well, yeah, thanks, NF Chow. And, uh, well, yeah, that, that'll 16 be. arrested okay. after... Protesters. Oh, this is hilarious. This is a CNN headline. Kind of relate to this. Um, Sixteen arrested after protesters throw explosives and rocks at police. These are yeah, that, protesters. That's a protester at that point. That's a fucking terrorist. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Fucking hate this shit. Also, I know we're gonna talk about this later, but I just want to mention real quick. Ted Yoho resigns from board of Christian organization following AOC incident. What a pussy. What a pussy. Probably to resign. Oh, is it okay? I this needs this shit needs to stop. This forcing to resign, this all this shit. This is AOC knows this. And look, I think you're right, uh, Alex, but like AOC knows this. She knows if she can be a bitch and push people over, they will move out of her way. And I don't blame her for it at all. You want to know why? Because I respect it. She's I, a fucking Karen. She she's basically a fucking Karen. Yeah. At this point. We need to be Karens too. Like it's look, the tactic is effective. Clearly, we just don't do it well enough. <laughs> you know, if they start well, doing honestly, shit, raise hell. Look, well, well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it like I see it. Like I I think the uh, I think the establishment Republicans are a bunch of pussies. Yeah, and, they are. Uh, yeah, they're, they're a bunch of pushovers. Maybe he yeah. should actually be pushed over, you know? Replace yeah, him with somebody yeah. that has balls. Some of these guys need pushed over so so the, their spineless asses can get the fuck out of the way for some real politicians or some real real leaders to come in and take over because this, um, this is some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, who, who, 
you know, you're, you're weak. I don't, we don't need, we don't have time for weakness. Okay. How can we, how can we go up against weakness in the left when, when the right is the establishment, right? Is just as weak, if not more weak, like we need to be strong. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a problem with the right, you know, like conservatives, like they're very reactionary. They yeah. don't push back. They don't push unless they're pushed first, which, you know, as no, as you know, some people might call it. No, I just say, it, you know, it's, it's, it's a losing battle. You're always going to be the underdog unless you start pushing back. You need to start, yeah. you start attacking these people, I look you at know, it's not, not physically, but like, just, you know, they're doing call this, this shit, you know, call them out. You know, they're, mostly godless they're mostly you know do a lot of degenerate activity you know they promote disgusting things to children they allow you know they call these people protesters who are clearly domestic terrorists you know these people need to be yeah i called them out on a video i made on twitter i called them out too i say i usually go for the left but you know what the right what's up i mean i don't care if you're being blackmailed i don't care if you have some skeletons in your closet and you don't want us to know, and that's why you're being quiet. You came here, you were elected to protect our rights, and you guys are sitting on your hands. Yeah, you're, you were, I'm going to call you out for it. Yeah, you weren't elected for me to protect your fucking skeletons in the closet. Mm-hmm. You, you were elected to uh, serve your constituents, so how about you go ahead and fucking do that? How about that? Do that, or we're voting you out. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, if you're elected up there and you have, you know, you've done some stupid shit or like some disgusting stuff, like do us all a favor and just fucking leave. Don't even fucking apply for the job if you've done something that fucked up where you have to have it held over your body. Yeah. And if you're going to look and if you're going to resign, what was that? Was that was that a Christian board? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know know what? Fuck it. You know, no piece of shit like that doesn't even deserve to be on a Christian board anything or whatever anyway. Wait, what so happened? what happened? Like, was he involved with some like pedogate shit? Uh, I don't know, but the thing that really happened with AOC was AOC claimed he called her a fucking bitch when she was somewhere doing something, and he like accosted her. He claims it never happened. Frankly, look if if I bet if the when the right reads those headlines, they would probably be cheering for him. They'd be like, yeah, go get her. But if he, like, he's, like, walking it back. And I look, if he didn't say it, you know, be honest about it. But, like, or if he did, be honest either way. But, like, this, this, it, look, if he didn't do it and he's stepping down from all this shit, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I mean, you literally don't have to do anything. It's like the Me Too shit. Throw an accusation. Doesn't matter if you did or not. You're done. You're gone. I mean, look. To bring it back to a personal level, like when we had the Sargon event, I didn't just go, guys, we're getting called racist. We need to end the event, guys. We we can't do it. They want to cancel we us. We did get people. We did get people from our own side that were kind of like, oh, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Like, no. No, you get like. I never no. thought of it for a second. Well, no. You we, know? We, we, and none, none of us, us did. Of that. Yeah. None of us thought that shit for a second. But and what we was did the result? Get people their own side that were like oh are you sure you want to do this yeah that's true and and, you know people above us right like no you 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 
you know, if you want to be successful in life, you go do your thing. Fuck what anybody else tells you. All the little naysayers and all that shit. Do your thing. Even if you sometimes you're just better off doing your thing, making your mistakes, learning from it, and keep fucking flying. Yeah. Like instead of listening to somebody else, well, maybe we shouldn't do this because it isn't appropriate or maybe it's not politically correct. No, fuck that shit. Just do your shit. Just do your damn thing. Yep. I I absolutely agree. Strong second. Oh, by the way, Miss Firecracker said take money out of the election process. Money breeds corruption. While you are 100% honest in that assessment, you could thank the, the, um, the shitty uh, Supreme Court before Trump took office. Uh, they they called they called uh, lobbying a, uh, a right to assembly. Right. So to yeah, you can go fair, ahead and thank those fuckers. To be fair, like I don't think you'll ever truly be able to get money out of the election process. No, you can't. You won't. You, you can't. That's what I'm saying. I mean, look, they have to do TV ads. That's not free. Cost money. But now, it is. It's dirty how they just skirt around it, though. I will say, mm-hmm. it, like instead of, you know, because you're only supposed to give a candidate a certain amount of money. So what do they do? Twenty five hundred. Yeah, right. Twenty five hundred. So what they do is they skirt it by doing political action ca- committees, mm-hmm. and then they have like still organizations atop of the political action committees, and then yep. so that that's how they skirt out of, you know the $2,500 limit, which that is fucking dirty as shit, but... Uh, I think they should have a little bit of a higher limit than 2500 I, I think they should raise it to, like, ten grand or something, and then, like, maybe have more stringent requirements on the other shit. Well, maybe, like, higher limits for, like, private citizens, like typical average Joes with less income, because I think what we could... Well, can't, again, this is kind of what happened with Trump and a little bit of Bernie, too, is what I would like to see more of is sort of kind of like grassroots crowdfunding of candidates and yeah you're gonna have some you some of your big donors like it's just gonna you're gonna need it but people donating money to your campaign to you know uh, keep it going and you know if you're rich too putting your own money in like that sort of financial independence is huge um that what like PACs kind of facilitate though like you you can have crowdfunded PACs if I'm not mistaken yeah kind of it depends on the pack i mean like one thing i just did the other night uh was i donated to laura loomer's campaign the second campaign i've ever donated to first was trump i bought uh her hat and a shirt which was a 50 dollar bundle i was originally going to get the hat or the shirt because it was 25 bucks and she was smart she tiered it where it's like oh but you can get them both for i think because that the shirt's like 35 and the hat's 25 or something but if you get both, it's only $50 to get. I'm like, you know what? Why not? She could use the money. Uh, so I got the shirt and hat. But, you know, she's raised a lot of money. I mean, that, that's a campaign to really uh, look at. I mentioned it before because she has been able to raise a shit ton of money. She still is, you know, behind overall in her challengers. But she has a lot of cash on her hand here that she's using from donors she's met and from people it's impressive i mean i haven't seen that in this race before and she's a i don't want to say a nobody but like 
in the world of politics, she'd be looked as a nobody because she has no political experience or really any big, big connections with people or worked in any, like, big, big campaigns and, like, worked her way up echelons. She's a reporter, Project Veritas, undercover reporter, you know, YouTuber, social media personality. Like, she's an outsider. And she's been able to work this hard and get this far. I mean, I know she's going to win her primaries. That's why I donated because I was like, you know what? I know she's going to go on. That's, I really want her to win her general. But, you know, it, it, like, because, look, money matters in politics. But it's not everything. And you still need it. But you don't need all of it, as Trump kind of proved. But that's for a lot of special cases, though. Because campaigns are expensive as shit. Because um, I wasn't really for sure about her, but the person who enlightened me on her was Miss Firecracker, and she Ooh. told me about the things that she's done, and I'm like, dang, I like her. I'm about to check her out. So like, I guess um, it's the same lady, right? Um, who um, challenged AOC? Um... I know she had a YouTube career. She did some interesting stuff beforehand. Oh, she um. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. She. Um, as she calls it, Loomered AOC, where she like AOC was walk like she does this a lot. Where if somebody's out there, she confronts them. Like at Hillary Clinton's book signing, she said like, "Why did you delete thirty thousand emails?" Like right to her face at a book signing. You know, and then yes. she did some to AOC, a bunch of people. Like she's got bigger balls than, than most men, as Roger Stone said. Um, right, we need more of her. We need way more of her. Exactly. That's why I'm big believer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's fantastic. I mean, she's got fire and passion. That's why I'd love to see her in Congress. Oh, my God. You get headlines out of her every day. Yeah, she's, yeah she'd be the counter to AOC. She would be like the anti-AOC. Yep, that's what the New York Post called her. They're 100% right. She's a right-wing AOC. But yeah. there's already a guy running against AOC. His name is um, Antoine Tucker. Um, he is actually very, very, very upset with the RNC. He's not getting very much um, support from them or anything. Well, why and would they, would frankly? Destroy, well, yeah, he's in New York. He would, destroy, he would destroy AOC. Like, he would destroy her. Mm, not in that district. You, I do think, well, I do have it. That, that does bring up a good question. What do you, what do you think? What do you think of Elon Omar's district? Ooh, that's a tricky that's one. For, you think that's up for grabs or? Yes. Is that Muslim majority yeah. area? No, it's something? not. I checked. I think, it's not. Because, yeah, I think the person that she's going up against. Uh, wait a minute. Who's she going? First off, I, I, I don't think she want to even want her primary yet. And I'm not sure. Like, I just think she, of all the, the squads. I know the Republican that she's going up against is an uh is a really solid candidate. African American. Oh yeah, yeah, let her on. I th- oh, I need to give her chat. Oh, she like. Yeah. She got a new account <laughs> for some reason. Let me make her a chat. Her business anti- I don't know if we can say that. <laughs> <laughs> let me look at the chat. Is it in the chat something? Yeah, it's in the chat. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, careful what we say on here, folks. You don't want to get demonetized. Um, But the thing that I was saying, though, was that uh, there was a candy Dolly I talked about before that was running for the Republican seat for Ilan, to run against Ilan Omar. 
I don't know why she didn't get the party backing, but I thought she was fantastic for the most part. Had some rough edges to, you know, uh, fix. But, yeah, they have a different person that did win the Republican primary. I think that seat is flippable if the right candidate with the right money and the right backing is put there. Unfortunately, the RNC has not backed Loomer, which is pissing me off. Maybe when she wins the primary, they'll think differently. I hope they do, but the RNC is, um, you know, they're... They're very, um, they, I'm trying to think of a good way to word this. They, they look into things before they back something. Yeah, she has that anger on her record. It's, you know, it's be a hard, hard one to do. But I think if Trump supports, which he does, I I think they, he might force her hand. I think that, like, to be fair, though, you're right. Like, she didn't even win the primary yet. Yeah. I think once she wins the primary, you know, that's when might... it's judgment time. Yeah, then I'd, I'd say you can cast your your judgment then. But like until you, you pass a primary, what's the point of throwing money over there? Yeah, you know you're fighting yourself. Save the money up for fighting the Democrats. Well, Unless and there's like, someone that you absolutely need to go and have beat someone else. Yeah, and I I think it also to be honest be un, a little bit unfair if the party backs certain people in the primary because that can kind of rig it against outsiders in a way. But back, to, but the thing with AOC's district, like, no Republicans ever going to win there. It is a, a lot. There are a lot of minorities there that vote Democrat. It's it's not going to ever go Republican anytime soon. And unless I would say like the walk away movement really, really, really were to go and like shift into high gear, no, I think there's people out there who will vote for Democrat because that's what they've been told. It's been ingrained in them from a young age and from their parents and their parents' parents. Like, it would be tough. Yeah, but it's such a small vote. I mean, nobody even showed up to vote against her. They could have won. It was so, It's such a small uh, amount of people showed up to vote for, uh, you know, the, the, the um, for AOC. Without the primary or is that the general? The primary. Yeah, that was, they were like, if people had just gone out, if they had been mobilized, then um, they would have won. They they would have beat her. Well, you know that's that, that could have happened, but that's the thing. You need to get voter mobilization, voter turnout, and obviously, I guess I never did it. You know, I also wanted to say about Laura Loomer. She is she's a gorilla. She's just total gorilla warfare and. Not only does she put um, she put all the um, all the leftist you know radical Democrats in the spotlight, but she is anti Silicon Valley media. So I mean, she went out and she uh, she did a little a little shtick in front of Jack Dorsey's house. She went. I mean, she uh, she handcuffed herself to Twitter. She is just a gorilla. I mean. You know, with the right money and with the right, you know, power behind her, she's going to be a force to reckon with. She'd be another Nancy Pelosi in years, uh, years down the road. Yeah, I, I, I agree. She, she could turn out to be that way, but we, we all have to go and see. It depends. I think it really depends. You know, once she wins the primary, like what sort of support the Republicans are going to give her. Yeah. And I'm not too familiar with that district. Like, is that a flippable district? It is flippable. Yep. It is. I'll look up the demographics of it and other things, but it, it is like, 
it's a very uncontested seat, but there was a. I remember, like, a lot of polls were showing Loomer ahead against the challenger, and that's even before she even became, you know, the the nominee. And the thing is, it's very, it's very Jewish. So she might have that, you know, kind of spillover. Is she Jewish? Oh yeah. Oh my oh, God, yeah. that's the that's the deal. She is she is anti-Muslim. Anyone in our entire government, the squad, is a pure Muslim Palestinian bloc, and that is really that's that's like her one issue. That's how she came up to power. And you know, she was kicked out of CPAC. So yep. that's you know that's very controversial. I'm, they um, they're I'm afraid of her. about that in terms of getting like the mainstream Republican funding that because I know that's where a lot of those bigwigs like to go and flaunt their stuff is at CPAC. Well, see, that I don't. Concerns me. I don't even. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't really think she's going to get the bigwig Republicans. The the establishment she's definitely not getting because keep in mind this is um. I mean, I mean, she could get Trump support, and I mean, if she's the only Republican on the ticket, like there has to be some level of support. But I don't know where it's going to come from, because they look, they banned her from, they kicked her out of CPAC. They, it's just, it's a tricky one, you know. Like, but she does have people from Fox that have support her, like Judge Janine, um, and Pete Hegseth in the morning, who's a very sort of mainstream Fox guy have shown support for her. So it's like, there's this weird sort of like split, you know, with even some establishment kind of people or like mainstream people, I should say. Honestly, she should talk to Bannon. I wonder if he'd be able to go and buy, like work on. Oh, that's she, he, she is just his flavor. I mean, she's like a Milo, you know, she's like a, a white Jewish female Milo. Oh yeah, Milo's like, like best friends with her, and they actually did like a stream recently, uh, or an interview, because uh, Milo was visiting her during the Roger Stone thing. Roger Stone backs her and support her. Um, it's is Alex Jones. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Alex Jones had her on multiple times. Like it, the people we love support her, but it's like the party is fifty-fifty. Uh, and if she gets some, you know, she's if you go on her website, she's got endorsed by Janine. Roger Stone, um, like a lot of big names, and it's just it's, you can tell this. There's a split here, and she, she, she's working her way through this. But it's gonna be. Well, what concerns me is, I saw in her emails she was saying, and again, this is just for this primary. But she says she can't door knock. If she can't do doors in the general, she's not gonna win. She needs to Why be hitting doors. Why can't she door knock or get people to door knock for her? Well, I don't think it's that she can't get them. I think Florida's COVID like things are screwing it. I really don't know because we've been door knocking here in PA, so I really don't know what that's about. Could just be a tactic, you know, like saying that. But well, here's another thing too. Like, did she talk to? Uh, you know, you mentioned she's unapologetically Jewish. You know. Talk to like APAC or something, see if they get in. But she, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, they they endorse her. Yes, yeah, you know, I don't see, I mean, as much as I hate to get and say that, you know, I, I think you know, I don't I, like, I, I don't like APAC, I mean, but I don't really you know, either, but you know, 
You know, what you were saying about Dave Portnoy, too, that, you know, Trump is going, what did you call it? You call, not mainstream, like... Alternative media. Uh, alternative. Alternative. So she's alternative. I mean, if yep. anybody's alternative, she's alternative. So that may be the trend. In fact, that may be almost the radicalization of the Republican Party to bring it back into what, you know, take it away from the rhinos. Maybe that is the uh, the the plan, the idea, the you know the um, strategy. Well, yeah. I mean, it it is kind of the as we were talking about, like the you're you're going to have to come up with other 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 media outlets and basically uh, fan them out, like fan out the big the big mainstream media. I mean, you're never going to get rid of them completely. But you may you you get rid of their fan bases and leave them to a point where they're not really as relevant as they used to be. As like like we were talking about Outkick, like you know they're taking away they're taking away people from ESPN, taking away people from FSN. Well, actually they're part of FSN, but you're taking away people from you know all these other avenues because there there's a market. There was a market for it. Like when you when you have sports as a whole is basically an escape for everybody right most of the people that are into sports they're into it to, to you know escape from all of the political bullshit all the you know the, 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 the shit going on with their family lives their work lives all the stress it's like oh i'm going to the i'm going to this game to, or i'm watching this game so i could kind of get away from it for a little bit and now i got it now you're going to bring politics into this bullshit yeah. And it's like, you know, that's the one thing that it's like, you know, so now when you've created this political uh, fear inside the sports world, now you've created this, you created this opportunity to come up with, you know, a sports thing that takes politics completely out, really out of it, or it gives the other side of things, right? So you've lead, so now that's why Outkick is getting the the traffic that it is and that's the same thing with the media right it's like no no it's like like with cnn they're they're only tailoring to like a fringe left base now it's not like they're the the like the they used to see themselves as like you this objective news channel now that's complete bullshit now they're they're completely uh pandering to this fringe left like crowd which is nowhere near the size of the crowds that they used to get you know and so now that opens the door for other things like you know for a long for the longest time it's opened the door for fox news like fox news has been like number one for fucking years and that and then of course now it's opening the door for other other companies like newsmax like one american network like other conservative networks that are kind of, that are, that are also stepping up like the Daily Wire, like other other thing, other thing, other other alternatives are stepping up. Blaze TV, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. And that's what I was going to mention. There's a yeah. lot. It's an avalanche. And you talk about right. Um, you talk about Q and Golden State um, Times and yeah. Right Side Broadcasting. Ep- I love the Epic Times too. But anyway, mm. yeah. Um, yes. I heard some interesting stuff about yeah. Them. Yeah, that, I mean that it's interesting, but you you could I could tell like 
Like, there's some stuff I agree with, some stuff I don't agree with, but there's no doubt they do the fucking work. I can completely respect they do the work. And yes. and I that's all that's really a, as much as I can ask for. Just give me a, give me a fresh hot perspective on whatever it is you're doing and do the work. So I I can appreciate it. I I I may even if I don't agree with it, I can at least appreciate like the work that somebody puts into. Like that's why I love Laura Loomer. Laura Loomer puts in the work, right? Oh, she works it's like so I hard. Can, I can, I and that's that's why I appreciate it. Like I can appreciate the work. Do I agree with everything that Laura Loomer says? Not all the time, most of the time, but not all the time. But I but again, she works extremely hard at her craft. So I I most certainly And campaigns are hard. I yeah. mean, who wants to get into that and then work in Washington? I mean, she's doing what most people don't want to do and she's killing it. I mean, I looked up the 21st district in Florida and it's Look, I, I'll admit, she's going to have an interesting battle here because polls are showing she's doing great. But when you look at the... It's, it's all going to depend on turnout. As Again, don't trust the fucking polls. Don't trust yeah, don't the trust polls. them. And I don't know what her internal polls are saying, but, yeah, you know, again, like, it's just this is what the district is like. It is... um, Let's see. It's got a population of about 758,000... Ethnicity, almost, let's see, 58% white, 23% Hispanic, 16% black, 2% Asian. A Republican has held it, normally has held this district since 93 till 2013. Then a Democrat had from 2013 to 17. And then this other Democrat had from 2017 to now. Now, important note here is that this has been a uh, gerrymandered redistrict um, area. It got redistricted in 13 to 17 and then 17 to present. The one that guy just took his pants off. Oh, on the He's stream? Big-ass drugs. <laughs> well, it's Portland. Um, the one number that is concerning is in 2016, Trump only got 40% of the vote in this district. Hillary Clinton got 60%. Yeah, that is concerning. That to me is the most concerning number for her. I'm wondering too. What what is with this other candidate? Is there any dirt on this guy or girl? Uh, Louise Frankel. I don't know what there really is on her. I mean, Loomer's been putting out some ads recently, and they basically have been going with the whole you know Democrats want to defund the police, all shit. Like her ads are actually pretty solid. Like the concepts and visuals she uses could use a little polish, but they're pretty solid. Well, no, like, I'm just wondering if, like, this Luis or Lois or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. you know, she has some sort of skeletons in her closet that could be used to, like, a like a smear campaign. Mm, she could. She voted to impeach Trump. That's one thing. But I know it's not what you're going along the lines of, but maybe she does. Yeah, see if, like, who was that girl in California who was, like, caught having that, like, three-way with her, like, secretary or something? Andy Hill. Yeah, mm. they yeah, that would. I mean, How fucked up is that too? Like, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Isn't the name Hill or something? Hill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's not a hill that I would die on. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no, and then she ended up losing that district to like a Republican ended up taking back that seat. That was uh, Garcia. Yep. Garcia's seat now. Mm -hmm. um, so. 
Doesn't she yeah, have to, or uh, with Garcia? Doesn't he have to run again though in November or something? I don't think so. I think that that um, mm. that election was for this and the you know. I'm assuming that's for the two years that normally comes with the that comes with the seat. I'd have to look that up. It depends if it was a Senate seat or a um, House. Because I think House was four years since, like two years, maybe it was six years. Yeah, House seat's two years, I think. Uh, well, I thought Senate was two years. I thought House was four. Yeah, I think it's the other way around. I thought House is six. Am I thinking of something else? Might be that. One of them, one of them was long. Senate, Senate was two years, and House was significantly longer. Let's see, House. Um, members of the House of Representatives serve two-year terms and consider for re-election every even year. Senators, however, serve six-year terms. Oh, well, I had that opposite. Yeah, I knew there was one of those two. Oh, yeah, that, that two makes sense, too, because AOC just ran again. Oh, and there's actually Washington Times article talks about flipping... Uh, that Florida district. It's a very interesting district. This is, it's now Trump's home. I mean, she has a lot going for her. That's the thing. Like, there's a lot that looks good for her formula here of success. And then there's a lot. There is some concern, though. So, I mean, it's... It, it, it could it, be no cakewalk. No, it's going to require work. No. But, like, it really depends. Can Loomer and her campaign... Find people that didn't vote before, or find Trump supporters, bring them out, and hope that um, front the Democrats stay home. That's the key. It's all turn out. If you're gonna get some carpetbaggers to come over in there, yeah. Man, don't do that. Well, I mean, if you're one, if you're in New York, I don't care. Go, go for it. But you know, we need we need our Republicans in fucking places. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, that's that's some interesting stuff. Is uh, Sam supposed to be on tonight? I don't know what happened to Sam. I think he's just on his channel. Oh, so I know uh, who was that? He was his buddy. Um, oh, Apex. Yeah, he was talking earlier. Mm -hmm. I don't know. His, I don't know if he was coming on or not. He made it sound like he was, but then he didn't. Yeah. Um. Well, um, I, let, let's see what, what what else. Oh, oh, we can talk about uh, the fuck. Who's talking? Charlemagne. Do you talk about that? Charlemagne tells Joe Biden to shut the fuck up. Yeah, base uh, Charlemagne. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of a. I don't know. What I, did we I, talk I, about what what Biden said? Like where he said Trump was the first racist president. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, yeah, uh, I guess uh, he came out and said uh, Biden came out and said that Trump was like the first, like no, uh, like active racist ever or something like that. And then of course Charlemagne the God was like, no, and then they basically told him to shut the fuck up and hurry up and pick the pick your black woman vice president so we could be excited about the campaign already <laughs> yo did you see kamala harris's sorry what was that 
He said, shut the F up forever to Biden. Yeah, yeah. But what he still did, he still said bad things about Trump, yeah. which he's really annoying because he's a liar and he doesn't do his own research. If yeah. he, he, I think he knows the truth and he's still a liar. And he knows he is, he's a voice for the black community, even though most of us don't like him anyways. And I wish the right would realize that most of us don't like him anyways and quit giving him too much clout. Because most of us, not including people who are not, people who are left-leaning, don't like him. Who, Charlemagne or Biden? Charlemagne. Both. <laughs> yeah, not entirely wrong. Um, but, I mean, but I mean, I, I mean, it's like... I think I think a lot of it, and and we were talk, we were talking about this, Donnie. Um, we uh, uh, a lot of the the media itself is pretty much li- liberal run, and so what you have is a lot of the people in the public. They all want like like who doesn't want to be a YouTube star? Who doesn't want to be a uh you know a movie star on television or on you know or a music star or whatever they, they all want to be in the entertainment industry but you you're going to have to toe a liberal line if you want to be in the entertainment industry and most certainly if you want to stay in the entertainment industry true so you've got a lot of that um and you you need to like toe the line or else there you you will get you know You'll get the mark of the beast. Like basically, you're not going to be in media again if you play by those rules, or, or if you even speak anything against, you know, the wild, wild left. Um, I don't know. I just. Well, speaking of this, did you guys see uh, Kamala Harris's facelift? Holy shit, she looked like a fucking ghoul. Someone has a picture of that. You know what? You know what she looked like? Have you ever watched the South Park with the chin Pokemon? Where they went to do like like where where they go to the Japanese training camp where they're training them to be, you know, to overthrow the United States government or something like oh that. Oh my god. Yeah. It was it was pretty wild. It was one of the earlier South Parks, but yeah. Once, once they started going to the camps and they started, you know, then the South Park characters started acting like, like anime characters. That's exactly what she, that, that's exactly what Kamala Harris started looking like. Started looking what like she looks like an, anim, like an old school 80s anime character. Oh God, fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck did they, no, like, here's the thing though. I have to go and tag this as NSFW it's probably ugly as shit. <laughs> I'm pulling it up right now. Careful showing shot content on the stream. <laughs> well, the thing I don't get about is like, look, I don't even know if she like official. Like, I'm trying to figure out like what the real story behind this is because it's all really weird. Because you look at that video clip, it she looks fucking different. She doesn't look like the same person. But why would she get a facelift? Because look. I'll be honest, she wasn't that bad looking before, you know? Like, with the track record of Democrats and looks, it's it's not good. It's not, it doesn't look good. But she didn't look too bad, especially for her age. And then I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I get you're doing the VP thing, but you want the VP thing. And we know that's what they're gunning her for. But I look at her and I'm like, I don't know. After that facelift, I'm not sure about it. 
She's a hoe. She is a common hoe. Yeah, yeah, my grandma got facelift once and like it just looks so fucking fake. You know, for like I mean she still looks fucking fake. Like honestly, I, I don't see the purpose of it. It's so much like pain and energy and like all this other shit and money just you gonna make yourself kind of like look like a fucking Barbie doll ish. You know, it, it's fucking sad. Well, you know, why do you don't love yourself the way you are? Why do you need to go and like spend money on this shit? She tapped yeah. out on her Botox, so she needed to go to the next level. <laughs> if, you want, uh, if you want a facelift, get your hair cornrowed. That will get you your facelift, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'd love to go and see her with fucking cornrows. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised she didn't do that, you know, just to go and like pronounce it right before it's the election. Because we all know she's going to, you know, she's doing that because she knows she's going to be the first female president if Biden's elected because you know what's going to happen to him. Yeah, so she's, a, she's a great panderer. Now oh, yeah. she uh, got inducted as an Indian, then now she's a sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she keeps trying to pass as every, like, brown group that's, like, trendy at the time. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking at this new video. Yeah, she there's something up. Like, like I'm looking at a video, like the, another video. I think this is a different one than the first one. With the... It just looks weird. It just looks weird. I'm like... Well, yeah, I'm looking at the video, and it's like they did something to her, like, cheeks, it looks like, and that's where it's... I don't know. There's something up with her. That's a fucking face of for you. Wherever she went to get that work done, she needs to she she needs to get her money back because that's some terrible shit. Yeah. And she didn't need one. She legit did not need one. She was fine before. Assuming she did get one, but now I'm looking at her videos and it's like turn that off. Oh, Ooh, get rid that's of that. Gold. Oh my like, god. Soulless. Gold. Like her and Biden, you know, her soul got sucked out of her body or something like that. See, like. She's like a puppet, and you just see like George Soros with his like hand up her ass. Just, <laughs> Looks like she smokes too much pot. She's turning Japanese. You know what? Everybody wants to look like Melania with the eyes. Hmm. Melania's eyes are sharp. She's the prettiest lady on earth. She's so pretty. God, Kamala Harris looks like yeah. Like her, somebody stuffed something up her sphincter. Can you say that on YouTube? No. Yeah, you can say asshole on YouTube. We're not the terrestrial. <laughs> yeah, we're not the no, radio anymore. Like, I don't know. I keep anytime I look at her, I keep thinking like this: the 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 curved squint or something like that. The eyes are just like I just I I just keep thinking of the chip Pokemon, the '80s anime. She's culture appropriated. Once again, I'll respect her, Daniel son. Like, oh, jeez. Oh, also, Ginsburg uh, announced she's uh, doing chemo again. You know, how long is she going to, like, fucking live for? She was like, dead uh, last year in November. <laughs> yeah, she's. Yeah, yeah, her and Joe Biden died, like, six years ago, and they're being held up by, like,. You know, why don't you be like twenty years now there's a fucking documentary or like a, a file on and you found that she's been dead for like 
20 years and no one noticed. Nah, that's a conspiracy that has some legitimacy. Way more than Q. Like, literally, it's more likely that, that Ruth Bader Ginsburg has been dead the entire time than any of these other Q conspiracies. God. Turn that off. Turn, know, like, that, turn that Kamala page off. That's fucking frightening. What are some of these Q conspiracies? I'm actually interested. In well, let's, let's dive into some, shall we? Oh, one last thing, too, I wanted to mention on the Black Lives Matter website because I had it up still. Um, is there a part? Oh, this is the this is the worst one. We disrupt, not dispute, disrupt. It actually says that the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families in villages that collectively care for one another, especially our children, to the degree that mothers, parents, and children are comfortable. Uh, isn't that what the big problem with the black community is? Is that fathers aren't in the household? But yeah. this evil Western prescribed nuclear family's gotta go. Yeah, see how well that works out for him. You know, it's been working great for generations and generations. You know, not like a queer affirming network. Like, Jesus, it sounds like something that a white person wrote. Yeah. It's like a sociology major or some shit like that. <laughs> we know somebody could qualify for that. Yeah, it's like they wrote this, like, thinking of this as, like, the the white ideal of what, the, like, the liberal white guy ideal of what, like, a black person thinks. Mm, like, not like... what actually a black person thinks. Like, this is, like, this white, like, liberal fantasy. Yeah, sociology is poison. It's poison. It's not like, a, like, like, and even then, it's like, it's not a real, ma it's not a real fucking major. It's not, like, it sociology can be like a couple college courses i wouldn't put in a fucking major that's like terrible like well no i don't even think it should be a fucking major at all no. it's like more read into it so I, I took a sociology course before and it's like yeah. you can't prove it you literally yeah. can't it's like all yeah. these conjectures and like the way you prove it doesn't actually prove yeah. it it's a waste of your fucking time no like, I, I i feel like the sociology major was something to push people through college yeah, it's just like a real overly easy, overly easy major to push, push as many uh, like diverse people through colleges. I think it was so that like student athletes, you know, like the meatheads and shit, yeah. like actually have something to get. Like they can say, oh, well, I attended this class. I got this degree. I got this degree knowing full well that fucking degree isn't going to get you shit in the real world. Yeah, it's like, honestly, I feel like there's a bunch of similar classes, like, because if you look at, like, college, probably, like, before the 50s and stuff, there was actually, like, if, if you got a college degree, it meant something. You know, like, even, like, liberal arts, like, honestly, like, when it was, what it was originally founded for it was, like, this sort of broad perspective of, like, you know, you had to learn, like, I think Latin for it, you had to learn all these other languages, and it was actually pretty difficult. You know, right. and now it's like, oh, we have these classes and you have to go and like fucking learn about how evil your parents right. are. Speaking of which, hey, Sean, can you play that? Can you play that Cornell West video? Depend how, how much of it? Just just a little bit of it. Okay. Like started off from like, I don't know, from where, from when I told you to. And then I'll, I'll just tell you when to stop. It's not gonna be I love fun. him. I've met him several times in real life. He's you're, such an amazing Cornell dude. Was, oh, you're gonna hate you're gonna hate these next couple of minutes. Anyway, no. go ahead. 
<laughs> Put it on. Yeah, I'm gonna play yep. it in a second here. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh okay. It's not the whole clip isn't even that long. Yeah, it's no. um. I actually need to see because I heard he was like flipping out. Like in the thumbnail shows it, um, pretty beautifully. But he's with Leo well, here, no, I, so I think it's not, no. The, the one where he talked about America being a failed social experiment or something. Like, well, anyway. Uh, well, it's the way. It's the one you sent me. We have civil yeah, rights attorney that's, Leo that's, Terrell, that's along with the co-host of the. I got some things to report. In the country. Every liberal big city, Chicago. I, well, I looked at that. I watched that video, and uh, like, like somebody told me to see that video, and I'm like, no, I, I gotta play something. So. Yep, I'm gonna start playing it right now. I'll All play right, about like a minute or two of it. I'll, I'll see yeah. where. It, you, know. you only need a minute. You'll probably only need a minute <laughs> to get just a bit. The violence, and they, and they, and they have no, failed our American the children. With it's the, the one you posted. No, 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 hold on. The, no, the, the one above that. Uh, the, the one I sent you. Hold on. No, this isn't Colonel Allen West. <laughs> no, no, no. This is, uh, hold on. Yeah, I oh, get no, them I'm confused, too. Oh, no, I'm talking about the good he's dude, the one Cornel that just West. won the Republican chairman. Oh, no, Colonel Allen West. Oh, he's a he's a godsend. Oh, yeah, that's um, what I'm talking about. Are you talking yeah. about the, okay, do you mean the CNN clip? <laughs> yeah, the CNN one they, where he's on and, Anderson Cooper. His yeah. name is Dr. Cornell West, professor of the that's practice of philosophy at Harvard University and professor emeritus at Princeton University. Dr. West. You mean this guy um, with the, I, with the, we're, um, we're talking the tonight. what was that guy's name, something and, king? Sean Something King. King. What's Sean no King. with the 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 um the the boxer uh guy. Mm. I'm no clue. With the hair that stuck up, it was it was like gray and black. It stuck up in the air. What is happening? Like a fucking skunk. Uh, yeah, I'll <laughs> show you. I'll, I'll post it in the chat. Post. Well, I'm gonna play the clip now. Well, I just want to begin by extending my condolences to the, uh, the Floyd family. Uh, they uh, exemplify spiritual nobility. That's very important. Long history, 400 years of black people having to come to terms with these kinds of vicious murders and assassinations and, and attacks. Uh, now, I know I haven't seen you, Anderson, since the little brother Wyatt Morgan made his appearance. <laughs> and in the, in the midst of all yeah. of this yeah. ugly greed and hatred and corruption it's very important to also celebrate birth and, and reverence here but i think what, what what we're really experiencing here though brother and i say this in all honesty and deep sadness because you know i've been trying to bear witness for over 53 years uh, telling the truth and trying to s say something uh, about the uh, least of these but i think we are witnessing america as a failed Don K. social he experiment. Looks like Don and K. what I mean by that is that the history of black people for over 200 and some years in, in, in America has been looking at America's failure. Its capitalist economy could this not guy is generate and deliver in such a way that people could live lives Ugh. of decency. Yeah, the please, nation state, its criminal justice that. system, its legal <laughs> system could not generate protection of rights and liberties. And now our culture, of course, is so market-driven, everybody for sale, everything for sale. It can't deliver the kind of, the kind of really real nourishment 
for a soul, for meaning, for purpose. And so when you get this perfect storm of all of these multiple failures at these different levels of the American empire, and Martin King already told us about that. When I saw those pictures there in Atlanta, um, you could see Martin right there in Atlanta saying, I told you about militarism. I told you about poverty. I told you about materialism. I told you about racism and all of its forms. Okay, that's it. Whatever forms well, it let, takes. I told you about xenophobia. Let's kill this And what video. we've seen in America is now these I'm children are coming home to the world. again. Listen to the audio. Yeah, you okay, can't hear it through the Discord, but you can hear it on the stream. So basically, so basically what Cornell West was saying is like, okay, so, so they're saying, oh, well, we're witnessing America as a failed social experiment. It's like what, what he meant by that was uh, that the history of black people for the last 200 plus years in America have been looking at America's failure, uh, saying that the capitalist economy cannot generate and deliver in such a way that uh, provides people lives of decency. Okay, so so let, let's start with that quote, right? Uh, so Cornell is right in saying that America is a social experiment. I will say that he is right on that one. However, uh, but this is not, but it's not, well, he's talking about the capitalist economy. It's not the capitalist economy's role to generate and deliver someone a life of decency the capitalist economy is simply a platform where if someone makes themselves valuable to somebody else they can earn a living they can make something of themselves it's a platform it's not like, like the, the, he's looking at this thing like the capitalist economy is supposed to deliver somebody something no it's a platform where if you work hard and you avoid mistakes and you make good decisions and you know you can build something for yourself that is the social experiment whereas somebody else like in in other countries in world history you know a, a king or a government or a monarch or a dictator is going to basically determine your life for you this social experiment was aimed at Leaving it in your hands, right? Leave it in your hands. Well, here's what um, I need to go and ponder too: is what country what is not a failed? So, like, what's his ideal country? Uh, well, well, Cornell West is a is a socialist Marxist kind of guy, right? Well, why does he go to China? You know, I'm sure they love yeah. they yeah. love over there. So, so yeah, so so then he goes. He goes on and says uh, the nation state, its criminal justice system, its legal system cannot protect, uh, cannot generate protection of rights and liberties, right? So um, let, 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 let's fix that one. The, uh, the criminal justice system we have, it's got flaws like every other criminal justice system, but it's still the best in the world, right? Look at you look at like innocent until proven guilty, right to remain silent, right to its attorney, right to trial by jury, right? Like all this stuff. Like most countries model have modeled their justice system off of ours, right? The Constitution is the single greatest piece of legislature ever written, right? It's it, you know, it's 
it's not going to fit like it's not going to be perfect no none of them are perfect but then of course without what what alex is saying you're a communist you're a marxist right where where in any of those fucking countries is it better right okay and um and of course uh this one really kind of fucking grinded my fucking gears um it's like, oh, so now our culture market is so market-driven. Everybody for sale. Everything's for sale. It can't deliver the kind of nourishment for soul, for meaning, or purpose. What the fuck are you talking about, right? What in the fuck are you talking about when it comes to nourishment for the soul? Where do you think that comes from? You think that comes from government? What fucking government have you ever known that has provided nourishment for soul or purpose or whatever, Right. That's, that's the kind of shit that comes from the home. That's your family. That's the church. That's anything yeah. but the fucking government. Is yeah, where fine. That's where that's where your nourishment comes from. Look at the Uyghur Muslims in fucking China. How much nourishment are they fucking getting right now? Are you kidding me? How what what about the nourishment with like like and the old like every every and we've we've talked about this shit till nauseum, right? But like ever like he's a marxist right he's you know what fucking socialist marxist government has has succeeded right and and people are like well china succeeded china succeeded because there's more slaves in china than there are people in the united states that's what's driving that's what's driving their fucking economy right slave labor like you have that many slave labor you have that many slaves you're 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 probably gonna do the, the the top people up top are gonna be doing pretty fucking well in your country oh yeah the reason china's so successful is because they have a shit ton of people in there and their government has such a fucking strong hand everything and corruption yeah. is so fucking ripe yeah they, they can basically enable this sort of like perpetual slavery to exist and perpetual domination of its own people look at venezuela how the fuck are they failing as a country? Like, if, if if socialism is so great, if communism is so great, why the fuck are why the fuck is Venezuela failing? They're sitting on oil, they're sleeping on oil, and they're starving. How the fuck does that happen? Exactly. And one of the girls, one of the ladies in my group, she's from there. I posted yeah. her on my um my uh, Twitter account a lot, but like. She's from there, and she's like, there's no way we do not want to turn America into Venezuela. And it's not, and I mean, it's these, these, um, these communists, these socialist communist governments are basically dic- shell, shills for dictatorships, right? Because you look at Cuba, Castro family, you look at Venezuela, the Maduro family, you look at, um, uh, China, that's Jim Jinping, right? You, they're they're families that become dictators, basically, because the, those are the those are the people that essentially run the country. There's no, and, and I mean, and, and and we could talk about like you know flaws even in our system. Like we have flaw, like every every government has flaws in their system, but it's literally the best you're gonna get, right? You're talking about a country that has checks and balances that limits the power of one individual in any in any capacity right 
even the president, right? The president, the leader of the fucking free world, even he is limited in his powers, it's right? The most limited man in government, arguably. Literally, yeah, it's like the even the most powerful dude in the world has limited power. That is how awesome our government is. And the and, thing is, like, it's not like we're against improving this system because I think what a lot of leftists will always respond back to what we say is that because we'll say, oh, it's the best system. It's not perfect, but get over it. They'll say, well, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't improve it. No, we agree. It should be improved, and we're working on that, but you guys yeah, want to take it the guys, wrong direction. One of these guys, Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. They want to dismantle Like, it's like, oh, we want to improve it. And it's like, okay, how? By tearing it down. Like, what? That <laughs> yeah. makes no fucking sense. Like, no. You know, look you at these wanna... people. These are children. These are kids. They're all kids. What the hell do they know about buying homes, paying taxes, working, doing something good? It's, it's good. It's good that you ask that question, Miss mm. Firecracker. And uh, there's parallels here, right? There's parallels. You see all these kids, uh, and it, and it, and it brings parallels to Mao Zedong's China, right? Yeah. Uh, anybody who ever, every yeah, the, this Marxist revolution of China. What did they do? The children's brought, revolution. Yep. Yeah, they they brought children in. They brought them to shame their parents. They brought them to, you know, they gave them little black books of, you know. Those little red books. So, the little red yeah. books with the and also Hitler. Hitler used yeah. too. You know, oh, when yeah. I my, when my son was young, he's 21 now. When he was a yeah. little boy, he said they told him in school that they that if if the mom screams at him or does certain things, they need to call the police on their mother. They started teaching that about 15, yeah. 20 years ago. Yep. Can't spank your children. No. No, and that's bullshit. Beat the hell out of your children. <laughs> I'm watching you guys love Hitler too because it was a, a professional NFL player who recently posted on their Instagram story a quote it was, from Hitler. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think that was Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, right? Yeah, yeah, fucking yes, Eagles. Yeah. And it wasn't even a, and it wasn't even an accurate quote by Hitler either. Like he didn't oh, even God. fucking, he didn't even do his fucking homework. Right. First of all, why is he quoting Hitler? Uh, because, was he like complaining about like Jews or something? Yeah, he was. He, he, was. he, he had. Yeah, he was. He was. He, it was just like it. It was ridiculous. It was. It, it felt like rambling, but it was like it was obviously fucked up. Drunk but it or sa- high. Just sounded like it just sounded like it didn't make no fucking sense. But which and of who was the other guy? This information from where did he get that from? Who gave that to him? Mm. It's coming from Black Lives Matters and Antifa. Yeah. It's yeah. that's exactly who their teachers oh, are. No, I don't and think it's necessarily from them. I think it goes deeper than that. You start going back to like the the Nation of Islam and shit. I oh, think that's where right. Muslim Brotherhood, yeah, too. Like Louis Farrakhan, like. There's a deep history of that sort of anti-Semitic element, and I'm, and I'm honestly kind of con- confused at why there is such a, you know, there's these like pockets that are okay with this within the black community. Because I, I was, do you know why? Because they, because they went in the penitentiaries, they infiltrated the penitentiaries with Islam. They took the guys while they were down, and they gave them this message like you can belong to a family, because they didn't have families, they had broken families, they wanted to belong to anything. It was like a cult. So that's where the Nation of Islam always became the um, 
the uh, the uh, bodyguards for Michael Jackson and for a lot of the music people, they were the strong arm. It's like a mafia. Well, it's funny we all mention this because I was in Philly today with my um, girlfriend in the afternoon, and when we were driving, I saw something I hadn't really seen in person before. I saw a, well, I got to describe this carefully. Well, I knew I knew what it was when I looked at it, but it was I saw this black guy walk, and then he had a bunch of like stars of David all over him, and I realized real quick. Like obviously, black people can be Jewish. Yes, yes, yes. But I realized really quickly what he was specifically. <laughs> it was a black Israelite. Oh, those ones are fun. They're the Jew haters. They hate Jews. Wild. And I saw a van next to him with like some. I, th- I forget what it was called. The group he was with. I was going to take a picture, but the light turned green, so I had to keep going in Philly traffic. But it was a black Israel. I'm like, I'm like whoa, woke. There's one of those, them woke people. And awesome. um, the other thing I was going to mention, too, real quick, is that I think the Jew hatred comes from because they can make these leftists can create the images of the Jews as an oppressor. They can go and say, look, the Jews. Um, are white they are in all these powerful positions and they're holding you minorities back and i think that's how they can really get is they can make them another oppressor you know this is the thing also i gotta tell you this is very interesting conversation because okay so i'm jewish so we're the original slaves we yeah. were the original slaves that came out of Egypt. So but, don't be talking reparations because but, i want yeah. my reparations but now we've got the um you know the uh the, the jews have always been the scapegoat yeah. everybody loves to hate the jews I miss, because i miss firecracker that can't be right because i just heard i heard a couple weeks ago i heard tim kane say that americans <laughs> invented slavery oh yeah, uh, yeah. which is literally factually inaccurate like of course of course it is I'm it's just, one of the most I'm like ridiculous like there's a a lot of ridiculous so, things people say, well, but that's something. All of Europe and Asia and Africa never, never oh. experienced slavery until the like, fucking pyramids yeah. were built by yeah. slaves. That's way before America. You know, uh, something I've, I've very interesting stories about that. I'm not sure about the that. aliens, man. I think I saw something. They were actually like indentured servants. Or okay, whatever. tomato, tomato. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was something like basically fucking slaves there's a a phenomena where jewish people get egyptian eyes tattooed on them and i have one and i i did it when you know i was young i didn't really know what it was at all and then through the years you know yeah and that's our logo is that too see that's what you're to the channel yeah Yeah. slavery and that has always been my signpost in life in paris in different places i married a guy because he showed me the you know the eye of horse but it's in my dna slavery is in my genetic makeup from uh from my 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 dna my ancestry oh you should demand some reparations from your local democrat congresswoman (laughs) yeah Honestly, this is what the Republicans should. You know what they should do? This should be a troll campaign. Reparate because they made a video on this kind of like reparations for like Kekistanis or reparations for Trump supporters or something like that. Do a troll operation that. because we are an oppressed group of people. We are straight. I, I, 
you said you're Jewish. Demand reparations from the uh, Arabs. Yes. Yeah, from Rashida Tlaib and from Elon Omar. They they enslaved my people. Yes. Yes, I, I love Let it. Let my people go, bitches. <laughs> That's some Loomer should do, like demand reparations like from Elon Omar. Omar. Yeah. Well, Elon Omar doesn't have the money to pay you because she's paying off her fucking husband. Her <laughs> husband and brother, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but honestly, see, again, this is how the right needs to attack. Be trolly, be playful, and hold them to their standards. They say, you know, oppressed people get reparations. Okay, we'll give you some oppressed classes that you should start paying up to. How about people that are killed by Black Lives Matter riders? Pretty oppressed, aren't they? Victims of Antifa, pretty oppressed, aren't they? Yeah, we yeah. Got, I mean, somebody's, we need more organization. Like, we're the fucking organizers. I, re- I wish, I wish that we had, like, I mean, I wish we had a system where we could just, like, because we have so many people, like, in our immigration system, we have so many people that want to come to this country legally and go through the whole legal process and all that shit. I just wish there was some way that we could get all these fucking America haters out and just swap them with the fucking people that actually want to come here and actually want to be a part of this fucking country. Cut and paste. Yeah, just swap. Just a fair fair fucking trade. All right, here. Get well, rid of this shit. We don't want it. Well, speaking of these sort of haters and kind of like, you know, because this kind of reminds me of young people in general because they seem to hate America. But on the flip side, like, you know, because we're talking about ignorant people and you see people in the streets like right now. I was just looking at my Facebook and I, I sh- shared with um, Phil and Alex, this person's uh, comments toward me. Uh, he's a very idealistic type and sort of a libertarian type, um, and a friend of one of my like people I know. Um, he just replied to one of my articles, was, like a post on Facebook where I talked about how basically Trump supporters were terrified, and there was a recent Cato poll that found 62% of Americans say they have a political view they're afraid to share. And this was his explanation. First, he started off with the definition of a silent majority, and I just roll my eyes like, okay, you're trying to get all technical with me. But then he says... Uh, also, 62% of Americans are afraid to voice their pains because of the polarizing two-party duopoly, man, of R's and D's. You can't tell me Republicans are not part of this issue. Republicans are in a fancy land 2020. You Okay, this is the dumbest take I've heard all day. Americans are afraid to speak up because of the two-party duopoly. No, that's fucking false. It's the dumbest thing. Either align with one or the fucking other. You know know why these assholes can be in this street? These assholes can be in this street because of the rule of law and because of our system in the United States of America. Because of our Constitution, they're allowed to take to the streets. Yeah. See, I'd love to go and have a fucking debate with this guy. I know who you're talking about. (laughs) I'd love for him to come on one day. Well, the other, well, the person I challenged to a debate is a is a different person, but this is his buddy. I'm gonna start challenging this guy too, cause I gotta like cash this out. I'm like, are you I kidding feel- me? People are like, oh, I can't come out as a Democrat because of the two party system, guys. Oh my god, no! Right. Are you fucking kidding me? News. I got some news. Okay. What's going some, on? Uh, 
Fleetwood Mac founder Peter Green. I saw died. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. So, pretty sad. Yeah. Happened since Green. Really, really like Fleetwood Mac. They're they're one of my favorites. You know, he passed away. Yeah. Yeah, I, always, I love. I was actually playing some Fleetwood Mac today in the car. Yeah. Yep. Oh, rest in peace. Yeah. That's just sad. Like we're getting to a point. Like in a few years, a lot of these sort of like classic rock artists or anybody related to them are just all going to be gone. I mean, no, man. It happens when you get older, man. All your heroes they fucking die. All your older relatives they die, and then you're the new older relative, and then. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, but this okay. is this is the strange time when everything is what's it's being um, impacted by the loneliness and the desperation and the depression and the the fear. Um, you know, there's a lot more people dying because of we're in an environment of this is not a a thriving environment for life. This is a death knoll. Uh, yeah. You know, I, not like, yeah, like it is a very depressing time because, like, you can't see your fucking relatives. You can't go and see, you know, I mean, you might be able to, but they're always real careful. Now, you can't really see your friends that easily. Like, you can't see your coworkers. Like, I haven't seen my coworkers in like several months. Like, it feels like shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss, I miss a human to human interaction, but like, you know, I can't do that right now. Like, what the hell? Like they say that, like the you know the COVID's like so bad, and you know I have my theories on that. But uh, you know, like think about all the other stuff too. Like people aren't going to the gym, people aren't seeing you know like yeah. there's depression rates I'm sure going through the roof, not just because of people losing their jobs and their houses, you know, but because they're not able to go and talk to humans. You let's know how? Go down, people... Let's let's go down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole for a second. Yeah. Um, we're good at that. What, what if China <laughs> released? What if, what if China released the virus on purpose to help the I Democrats think we, out? Yeah, we've dived into that. I think. What if? I don't. That, okay, well, we'll go. We'll go deeper. What? What if the Democratic governors are are, are intentionally sandbagging the old people by putting them putting the COVID patients in the nursing homes like intentionally? Oh, absolutely. Kill off, to kill off some of the older people because absolutely. you know the older people are absolutely like the the voters absolutely the, the voter base is Trump's a large chunk of the Trump's voter base is particularly older. You know what? The, a real another rabbit hole is um, <laughs> it, that this works out so well for the for the Republicans and. For um, there's a lot of stuff going on that Trump is doing and the military is doing behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and it's almost like they're able to do it because this is such a big distraction. I don't I don't know. I my little weird hunch, and I'm a weirdo. You guys know that, mm-hmm. but I think that now Epstein plays into this, into my little scenario, that the. Um, the, the uh, virus was developed at Harvard and Charles Lieber and the four Chinese brought it over to Wuhan. They're in prison 
um, and they brought it over to Wuhan. Wuhan did its thing with it because that was connected to Gates and Fauci. And then Epstein exits exits left, you know, left. And um, but all his money was used for the development of this virus. It's just weird. I think what's really happening because this is what stuff that we know is when the virus is breaking out in China. What did China do? They shut down travel within China, but they did not shut down travel leaving China. I still think the virus came from that lab in Wuhan. I think it honestly was just a fuck up. They screwed up. It leaked out. But China said, okay, we're going to protect our people because this is going to hit us bad. We're going to cover this up, but we're going to make the rest of the world uh, get on a level playing field. That's what I think happened. They, cause, I, cause, I think this may have been intentional. No, because it hurts China. Well, no, but it stops. You know, they have, they have, they have Hong no, Kong. No, because well, well, look at look at look at uh, like World War Two, right? The fucking Japanese bombed bombed Manchuria and then blamed it on the fucking Chinese. So that's why they went in there. That's that's one of the reasons why they went over there. Yeah, but well, but the coronavirus is killing their own people, and it's also yeah. they're losing business, their well, money. Covering though, they're gonna go and take over the like in terms of GDP, the United States. But who's gonna want to trade with them after this? What factory is gonna want to be in China after this? Well, they they don't matter to them, you know. Those yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, they do. They're not stupid. No, 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 that's no, but that's that would be smart. That would actually be smart. They're hurting their money. No, they they're counting not. on Biden getting in. This is quid pro yeah. quo. They're counting on they're, Biden. They're playing getting the. They're playing the big game. They they're would playing be playing the, the big game. Clinton yeah, but yeah, but but yeah, but part of their big Biden. game is, for example, Huawei. Huawei. They wanted to use Huawei to get five G everywhere. Just basically spy on people, and maybe do worse things, and to you know cut into our business, you know, our cellular business. Uh, it's now banned in UK, France, and US. They weren't expecting. They weren't expecting. They know that. after this virus came out, they know it's gonna hit them hard. So they put everyone on a level playing field. I I really doubt they release this intentionally. Now they could have been designing a bioweapon or playing with a virus to maybe someday intentionally release. But I don't think what happened in Wuhan was intentional because it's it's I killing do. China. Like this, their yeah, country but- is like so screwed over this when they were before silently kind of eating away at the west this i think they just literally just let it out at you know with the you know the travel continuing outside the world to bring everybody on a level playing field because if they really were smart and they really wanted to hurt the rest of the world the rest of the world would be getting hit by the virus and they'd be fine but they're not fine their death toll is insane well, yeah but if they may look like they're doing too fine and they would know something's up true but that's why they fudge the numbers kind of just kind of look like oh you know we have this under control but no they don't they're covering it up they're hit they're hit <laughs> terribly if they I really think- really were you know intentionally doing this they would have a high death toll but in actuality but it wouldn't know. be high but you don't know but you don't know what the fuck they're doing we toll know is it's high not on it. yeah but we know yeah. it's high like wait, let's wait, be wait, wait. 
But wait, who who ran that Wuhan lab? This is a globalist driven thing. These are the globalists, and they're, oh, they're just absolutely. using China. There's absolutely globalist shit in play. Absolutely globalist. Yeah, China is is just the collateral damage. They just use China, and they're using us because they want to take them all over. What happened was China bought. Do you know why all these stores are emptying out in all these cities? Do you know why New York is decimated? Because the Chinese have paid Biden to move into our real estate, to move into America. It's going to be an invasion. This all works out great for them. They don't care that they lose some people. I mean, they can definitely take a hit with some people, but, you know, at the same time, they do need, look, they have a lot of factories, they need workers, they need a lot of shit. I mean, China's a very sort of um, brute force, like, um, America in the the 30s and during the, uh, I I guess, terms industrial revolution, that's what they're going through right now. They're, you know, that's why they have basically slave labor, child labor, is because they need all hands on deck to build their economy and country and so yeah they can lose some people but i wouldn't put i wouldn't put it past ccp china to do this shit on purpose knowing that if i sandbag america and i sandbag donald trump in this election and I can get Joe Biden, who I, I already know, not only do I have leverage on, but I know is going to give up, give in to me at will. You know, I'd do it. Like, I'd do it. Like, the CCP would do it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too, is, like, they, in many ways, you know, not only do they want the rest of the world to suffer with them, but they don't want people fighting back against them. Mm-hmm. You know, they like don't Donald want- Trump. Like you got just like these last couple of like, like you're saying that China's China's hurting economics. China has been hurting since Trump, essentially since Trump took office. Oh yeah, he's been he's been giving them roundhouse kick to the faces every day since he's been in office, and like, and you know that, and he's already had that phase one. De- he had that phase one deal that was done that was going to be fucking very beneficial to china not not to china but to the united states and i think and it's possible that they may have signed that phase one deal and probably regretted it once they realized what was on the trade deal and he just mentioned that yesterday that's exactly what he trump said yeah so he may have regretted the deal so it's like oh well let's let's get biden in there so then we can kind of work him over like a part-time job and yeah, I would. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past them. And but yo, I mean, is anybody seen Kanye's Twitter? I know Donnie is. Tonight. What's he doing? He's divorcing that hoe. <laughs> well, he said. Actually, this was from yesterday. Technically, he said, "I will be Biden off of writings." Hashtag twenty twenty vision. Then he says, um. I can be buying off. Oh, he said it again. He's yeah, going he off. <laughs> I would like to apologize to my wife, Kim, for going public with something that was a private matter. Yeah, no yeah. shit. I did not Wait. cover her like she was covered me. What? This guy can't type. 
Kim, I want to say I know I hurt you. Please forgive me. Thank you for always being there for me. Why do you say this on Twitter? That's something you say privately. What do you do to his wife? Is they are they divorcing now? I don't think so yet, but I think we talked about it last time. I'm not sure, but like he did that little campaign rally thing where he had. Frankly, it's a powerful, moving story about his son uh, North, where uh, they want. I think it was. Him? North is his daughter. Yeah, the daughter. <laughs> hey, when you name a kid North, it's hard to guess the gender. <laughs> right, right. Northwest. Right. One of them wanted to abort or was thinking about aborting North, and the other, and I think it was Kim, said no. No, it's the opposite. Kim wanted to abort the baby. <laughs> he didn't because his dad wanted to abort him. Yes, that's it. That makes Holy sense. Holy shit, that's fucked. But she, this is the deal. This is the backstory. So he, she wants to, um, to what do you, what they did to Britney Spears? She, they want to take conservatorship over Kanye because he's mentally ill. And so she's been going on for days about, oh, you know, he's very, very sick and he's mentally ill and we need to take care of him and protect him because he's not in his right mind. That's why he wants to run away and divorce her. Because they want to put him in a prison. Holy shit! Oh, they want to put. They want to oh, yeah. They don't want to put. They don't want to put him in a prison. They want to hospitalize him. Which yeah, is just hospital. Yeah, yeah, that's a prison. That's a prison. Yeah. Britney's in a prison. Britney's in a prison through her family. Uh, same thing. Yeah, and she... they feed them with medication all day long. Yeah. Well, let's be real. She's a little bit of a fuck, fucked up person. I mean, yeah. I mean, she, she's like if 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 if. Kanye did divorce Kim. Like, who do you, who do you think would win that fucking you know money battle? It's oh, probably it's Kim. Kanye. Con- well, Kanye would. The Kim would have to fucking pay up. Look, you know how much money Kim Kardashian is pulling. But why? No, I guarantee you. Guarantee you. There's. No, it's nothing like, like, Kanye. Yeah, but you know, but look does- at the framing of it. Yeah, here's the mm-hmm. thing. This is with all these custody things too. Mm-hmm. Male privilege goes out the door if it even exists. There is no fucking male privilege, and Kanye is the erratic, mentally ill father that's tweeting shit, crazy shit, that's saying crazy shit in public on video. Whereas Kim is the victim and the mother. She wins clearly. What What state are they in? California. Wyoming. Oh. Nice, nice try, dude. Um, well, it depends, actually. I know Kanye's in Wyoming. Well, he's in Wyoming now, but like, no, I'm saying they're they're in Wyoming or not? They're in California, where uh, they've Calabasas. had a lot of they've had a lot of fucked up uh, child uh, or like divorce alimony uh, cases. There was one where the guy, this guy. Um, beat and beat and raped his wife repeatedly during the marriage and then she divorced him and because she was a lawyer or a lawyer and he was like unemployed or whatever she ended up having to pay him alimony while he was in prison (laughs) right that's how look that is that is the state you're dealing with here okay yeah but 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 the thing is this is for a high profile celebrity thing 
I mean, they're both going to have access to the best lawyers, but yeah, I, I don't see Kanye getting the good and deal here at all. No, he because he has a me, he because he has a mental because if she plays the mental illness, he could play that in like his defense. Oh, she's he could play the sympathy card. Like, oh, she's trying to take advantage. Of, she's trying to take advantage of me because I have a mental illness. And of course, everybody knows that 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 he's not like. I don't think that would fly. I I I, uh, I, I see her California. as the more the victim. It's California. It would okay. it would go exactly the way Britney Spears thingy went. The only thing is Kanye West has a lot of money. You know, she, he's not like Kevin Federer. You yeah, know, like like her. It's not. Look, I mean that Kim has a lot like of money that, though. That Kardashian family, holy shit. Yeah. You're talking about crazy fucking money so let me let me tell you something else this is the thing and this is what's so sad this is really tragic about all these people kanye west britney spears you know christina aguilare katie perry all of them you know lady gaga they are handled they have mk ultra mind control handlers look at post malone look at austin post he got he got tattoos all over his head all over, his head, all over his neck. The guy is so enslaved in an MK Ultra prison because they're just sucking them dry from their money. That's what happened to Kanye West. There's nothing wrong with Kanye West. There's nothing wrong with Britney Spears. They have been destroyed by by uh, by Sony. You know, they've been destroyed by the music industry, by Hollywood, by the Satanists, by the money. You know, the Illuminati actually. Conspiracy man. <laughs> no, but it's but it's it's really the symptom. If you go to any one of these people's um, concerts, you see that the entire concert is satanic. You know the symbolism. You know you see. Okay, so I know Post Malone. I know Austin Post. And when we went to, um, I, I saw him at, in um, Grapevine. And we when we went to the bar, I, I, Will Hoyts. We went to Will Hoyts. There were about ten. The, he's controversial because he's white and in the very beginning when he got signed he was made to look black he looked black on his albums he's a country western dude okay so when we went to will hoyt's there were about 10 big big beefy black guys and they were cock blocking him they wouldn't let anyone near him one of the guys had the guns one of them had the drugs one of them had the money and it's like they were the probably nation of Islam, what we just were talking about. They would they won't let anybody get close to them because I spoke to his mom, I spoke to his brother. The guy's gonna die. I was gonna hook him up with Ozzy Osbourne to get sober, you know? And it's like total cock block because they want him loaded, they want him sick, they want him bipolar and you, on a lot of medication. Did you, just, did you just say you're gonna hook him up with Ozzy Osbourne to get him sober? <laughs> I don't know if yeah. that's a great idea. Yes, Ozzy Osbourne. Great. So okay. So the funny thing is, he just did it. He just did a song with Ozzy Osbourne about six months ago. Uh -huh. Yeah. No, I, I get. No, I get it. No, I was just. It sounded funny coming out. That's all I'm saying. No, I, <laughs> you're right. I'm just saying, it's just funny coming out. Like this dude has probably done more drugs than. Well, he gets paid about in the country million. of Colombia. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. He and then his dad, dumb schmuck. He's like, my son never did hard drugs. I'm like, dude, 
Look at your fucking son, dude. He's fucking coked out of his mind. Like these, they, okay. even the parents, even the parents aren't allowed to, don't even want to go near the kids because the parents are getting the payoff. Like I heard Keith Richards stop doing drugs because they do nothing for him anymore. Like <laughs> he just stopped doing drugs because he just don't, like he's done so many drugs over the course of his life. They just fucking do nothing for him anymore. Like it's like, oh, I, so I'm not getting, so he's not really getting high and there's a chance it could kill him anyway. Just, well, I'm just going to stop doing the drugs. It's like, damn. I would like, like he just basically, he sniffed his way to the other side. Like, what the fuck? Well, the thing too, if like, and we're going to wrap this stream up in a minute or so, but like, I remember I saw some remark Wahlberg told Post Malone, like, dude, don't get face tattoos. You're going to regret it. You're going to look like an idiot. Didn't listen. <laughs> and it's like, uh, Post Malone's, I don't know, Wobham. I, think his music's trash you, but dad i'm doing my own thing man he seems like the sort of guy that's kind of like that it's just sort of like i think he's kind of like a i don't know he's just i and i, I do understand i do kind of sympathize with um firecracker saying like how these systems and these industries can really like break people i know michael oh, yeah. jackson talked about that and a few others have and well, I think that probably has some truth about Kanye. I think one thing I will say about Kanye that we can all probably agree is that he is authentic. If he's crazy, if he's not, if he's bipolar, he's not, whatever the fuck he is or isn't, he is authentic at the end of the day. And that's where I have tremendous respect and appreciation for him. But I bet he is bipolar, though. And I, there's something that's been different about the stuff he's been doing recently. I, I like the stuff he did before when he was in the White House. All these other things. That sort of stuff was, I think, different. I was like, cool with it. The stuff he's been doing recently is just, there's something off about it. And that's where I, like, I'm not, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. I don't get any of this shit. But there is a good chance I think he's going through some sort of episode because he's just, I don't know. There's something just a bit off right now. I could be wrong, but that's just all my I've been feeling. I kind of think the thing with Kanye West, um, at first I wasn't for sure what his motive was, but pretty much with those tweets you read off today, it, it kind of like, okay, that sounds about right now. Yep, Kanye was actually just trying to get votes taken away from Biden. And I think him being erratic about it and everything may help you know, people still think, oh, it's better than voting for Biden, but still it helps Trump. It's possible, but, but he's not in enough of the states, though, and that's the thing. But yeah, they just won't... write it in. If they write in their votes. That's true. It's, and it's, it's gonna, those votes are going to come from Biden's camp. I would think so, because he would get the black vote, presumably. It's like Alabama when fucking uh, when Doug Jones won, they had a whole like there was a whole lot of people that fucking wrote in Nick Saban, uh, the foot the Al University of Alabama football coach. Oh my god! Hey, yeah, yeah, he did. He, yeah, I think he had like twenty two thousand write-in votes or something like that, like for the state of Alabama. Well, speaking that. of that, I don't know if we talked about, but Jeff Sessions lost big time. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of... I, I figured I think, he would I, lose, I was like, but... Mm. I'm like, I, I'm just saying, like, I mean, 
look, the tr the, the Trump effect ha it, it it has its hold on people, man. I'm telling you, like they fucking love them. The Alabama loves them some Donald fucking Trump, man. And you betray it, Trump, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. You are dead. Well, I mean that and you know, Tommy Tuberville is pretty liked in Alabama too. He was a former Auburn coach and all that. So yeah. yeah. Hey, and did Trump even even did Trump even ever acknowledge Kanye running? He did. Yeah. Yeah. There was oh, a, I There was somebody asked him about it. I think he said something like I think it's great or something. I forget exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was a plan. They knew he knew it was a plan. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, what's he He's not going to not be good for him. So split yeah. the black vote if anything. Yeah. And that's the key to this election is the black vote because Biden's trying to run on that. Oh, I was with the first black president, aren't I? So, so good. And you see all the Black Lives Matter rights. Again, it's just all engineered and planned. It's not, it's not just organic. If the black vote comes out, Biden probably wins. If it's, if they stay home for the most part and some go to Trump, Trump wins easily. And there were some polls recently. I forget if I shared on Twitter somewhere. Again, polls take it for grain of salt, but it was showing that black enthusiasm was low for Biden. I hope that's the case. I really hope so. Okay, so um, Charlamagne and God brought that up. Hmm. Um, he was saying like 30% or something were enthusiastic about Biden, which was 70% for Trump on Trump's side. Um, he said people aren't excited about Biden, so he mentioned that. Yeah. If, well, he no, got like I think Phil brought that up before. Like he's yeah. not your one hundred percent support candidate. He's like a forty, like a sixty percent. Like he Dude, just he got. I think he got like nine percent. Like I think Trump got like nine percent of the black vote in twenty sixteen. If he gets even fifteen, I I think I think if Trump even gets gets over 15%, it's over. I think it is. I, I, think, I think it is. I think it's over. You need me worrying more about the Hispanic vote than anything else. Just mm, looking Not at this election. Level. Not this election. Future ones, yes, but not this yeah. one. Because, look, look at Pennsylvania. What is Philadelphia? It's mostly black. What is it, Democrat? If why did Hillary lose Pennsylvania? Partially because one of the biggest factors was, and it was it, you could see it in her Philadelphia speech, low black turnout. They stayed home. Enough of the red areas were able to overcome the cities, and specifically Philly, and that's why Pennsylvania has slim victory for Trump. And that's the key. It's state by state, because if Trump, or let's say in 2020, um, or Biden, I should say more specifically gets a lot of black vote, covers up that difference real quick. So it's an uphill battle for the Trump campaign uh, in Pennsylvania. Florida, I think Trump's going to keep pretty easily. Ohio, he's going to keep it. But Michigan, another one. What does Detroit have? High black population. Again, these are key states. And some people think that Michigan's already lost. I don't buy that for a second. I think it's still very close. And again, it comes down to the black vote. Yeah, and um, did you guys see um, 
the WNBA people walking off during the national anthem. Yeah, we, were, anthem? we were talking about we were talking about that the other we were talking about that not too long ago. They, we were like, yeah, it's it's fine it's fine you know nobody watches the fucking wnba anyway so. i know they can't literally they can't that 22 second that 22 <laughs> second clip that i saw on twitter was about the only 22 seconds that i've ever seen of the wnba since it's even been like it's i've never watched any wnba ever fucking ever yeah i went i <laughs> I've I've messed around with girls that ended up playing in the WNBA. Okay, mm. uh, I Ooh, still no <laughs> I've still I've still never watched an NBA game ever, and I have no intention of watching it because it's fucking garbage. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, um, last thing I'm gonna say because I think we should end the stream because it's getting real late is um. One thing I just realized when I was talking about the black folks considered too is how is it going to shake up when Biden picks a black female for his VP, which will probably be Kamala. How does that shake up the black vote enthusiasm? Because if it's Kamala, I think it actually hurts it. It might spike in some ways, but I think it hurts it. They don't see her as black. Yeah, and that's the problem. Here's the thing. The media will make it a big deal, yeah. make a big hurrah about it, but in reality, it's not going to help. It's easy, like it's it's easy, like Kamala's easy pickets, because like, yeah, she was a pro she was a prosecutor in San Francisco, mm -hmm. and that was she was hard. She she prosecuted she over like she's accused of over prosecuting a lot of African Americans during her time. Yep. That's what so, I'm saying. I think it's going to hurt him. And I think they might make that mistake. If he picks somebody else, I think that would be, I'd be scared. But if he picks Kamal, I'd be like, ooh. Well, we, we also hear, you know, the Michael, uh, you know, the Michael thing, Michelle, you know, Michelle Obama. And then, <laughs> and then when Biden bows no, you out. you got it right. Michael, yeah, Michael Obama. That's <laughs> right. It's exactly then, right. And then, yeah, dude. yeah. Kind of looks, looks like a dude. Yeah, just run with it. And yet, I, I, somebody looks like a lady. Somebody, <laughs> somebody right. said he can't even try to pretend to look like a chick. He can't even try to, uh, you know, to to be smaller, compact himself. But anyway, um, so they say so when Biden bows out, she's going to pick Hillary. So it's going to be uh, Michelle and Hillary. Yeah, that ain't happening. <laughs> That'd be crazy if that happened, but like, mm, Hillary's done. She she probably wants to like climb back into things, but like, the DNC is smart enough to be like, yeah, no, nobody likes you. She's gotten her orders that she to stand down. That if she doesn't stand down, they're gonna take her out themselves. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But oh my god, that's all we have for today. Do you guys want to plug any of your I, I, Twitters I, or YouTubes or anything? I posted um, the picture of Post Malone um, in the chat. Take a look at how really frightening that is. I see that. Donnie, yeah. I texted that to you. Yeah, I saw it. Is that like recent, the stuff he did to his head there? The, the 19th, yeah. less than a week ago. God, that's oh. terrible. 
Any other final comments or plugs or anything? You guys are um, amazing. The Donnie the Don on Twitter and YouTube. Yes, me. Sweet. And Phil, are you Fluffy Phil on Twitter still? Yep, yep. <laughs> Fluffy Phil. Fluffy Phil. When's Dictator Phil coming back? I mean, we have these ice like fucking unmasked vans coming. Like, this is some Dictator territory, right? Yeah, but like, Fluffy Phil's actually did the doing pretty well. Just, just look at, just look at Donnie's last video, right? Yeah, they do pretty, pretty good. well. Pretty well. But if you did dictator, well. Phil, what, might do better. What are the numbers for that? Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> Crack open that YouTube studio. <laughs> Nine hundred and one views. See. Now seven hundred and sixty-four subscribers on the channel. Yep. Wow. Solid. And it was like seven fifty-two earlier, right? Just wait. Just just wait till that next. Just wait until tomorrow's show come kicks off. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Oh, it's going to be good. We're just about, talking about blackface, man. I'm telling you, that's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, well, you know, the thing about blackface is, like, what shocks me is, like, it's how these people that, that have been caught doing it recently, you know, like Trudeau, Kimmel, they did, like, fucking, like, Within the 21st century. Yeah. I'm like. What? They're all liberals. It's all liberals. Yeah. That, that, are, that are guilty of this shit too. And like, they don't apologize. Like Republicans understand. They understand. They get it. Like don't fucking do that shit. Okay. Like liberals. They don't give a fuck. They're like. And they're, and they're doing it in the same fashion. That like. So. So anybody who's ever taken a history course at all, right? You know that you know that blackface minstrelsy was the very was the very first uh, form of popular music in our country. It that's was. how deep seated yeah, Jeez. that's how deep seated that's how deep seated our country is like as far as racism goes or whatever. Like blackface minstrelsy was the first ever popular music in our country right and, and and it was and it began and and a lot of it was you know that you got the you know the white people painting their faces black and then acting stupid to poke fun at african-americans right mm -hmm. it like and and like what do you see you see jimmy fallon doing it doing it with chris rock poking fun at chris rock you've seen jimmy kimmel doing it poking fun at carl malone you see, like you like it's it's done. Not only did they do blackface, but they did it in the same fucking fashion in terms of trying to poke fun at African Americans while dressed in blackface. Like so And that's why like, these people act like super hardcore like anti racist pro BOM all these things because they're covering yeah, up their guilt. They're coping. It's deflection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I don't, it's just, it's, it's, there's like a lot of like, you know, edgy jokes and, you know, stuff you can kind of get away with or push yeah. boundaries on. But blackface is one of those things I would just simp like, I don't see how it can be funny. You know what I mean? Or how it can be like, used like, yeah, in Sarah any Silverman way. Like, Sarah did it. Like, how, how are you going to be, how are you going to be such a fucking Trump basher 
and you did blackface, you shut the fuck up forever. Yeah. Right. You just shut up forever. Right. Like you, you just like like that one move. You you just like is doing blackface is more fucked up than any tweet that could ever be. That 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 might even be doing blackface might be even more fucked up than the N word. Like I actually would argue it is because yeah, it has a visual. Um, it's There's, not always a visual, but the intention and the creation of it was yeah. clearly racist. The symbolism of that is just. It's out there. It's out there. Uh, you can't get more symbolic of racial hatred in America than blackface minstrelsy. That is like the worst. Mm-hmm. You guys want to hear a funny story? I'll share it tomorrow on my, my social media. Okay. When I was in like elementary, um, I was about to leave my school. And I think it was close to my birthday too. Um, my teacher bought me a book and had everyone in the classroom sign it. Um, it was some black hymns book, like follow the drinking gourds in there. Mm. And I was the only black kid in the class. Oh. <laughs> it was only like two different families of black kids this whole entire school in Indiana, in the South, in Bedford, Indiana. <laughs> and that's what yeah. the teacher gave me as a gift. That's, all the, the kids that's, prob- that's probably one of those real awkward ones where they're like, you know, I'm a firm believer in African American rights. You know that, right? <laughs> Like, right. Like, no, no, I have a black friend. <laughs> I still have the book. It's on my desk. I recorded the book. I'm gonna post it tomorrow. But like when I first got that, I thought it was racist. And I went to my parents, and they're like, "Yeah, it seems kind of racist, but maybe she had good intentions." Yeah, that's I'm what like, I was gonna I say. Everybody knows Harry Potter. Why didn't y'all buy me a Harry Potter book? What the heck is this? Mm. <laughs> well, actually, a quick question before we close, like. Because I forget who I was talking. I maybe it was my. I think it was a friend at work. Like, yeah, it was. There's like this weird perception. I think like a lot of leftists have where they they're like they think like, you know, like the the South is still racist, basically like ultra racist mm-hmm. and like hates black people. Like, what is your experience in the South like? I've never been called the N word in the South, and I've been here for twelve years. And I've been to Florida, too, and they actually, like, treat me like a queen every time I go there. Um, but, like, I've experienced way more racism in Indiana than I did down here, which both are red states, but Indiana is Midwest. Mm, that's surprising. Usually the Midwest is really nice. Well, that's because you're a white boy. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, goddammit. <laughs> I think that you'd have to be, like, Alabama or Mississippi to get a proper southern experience. I don't know, man. And then, and, and then think about this too. Like there isn't like a bilingual requirement in Indiana when I was there. There isn't any of that because it's it's pretty much black and white. There's very, very, you know, different other races there, but like very a small amount, very small. But when I came to Texas, it was a huge cultural shock for me because I didn't even meet people of different races until I came to Texas. Hmm. And then we all live in different areas here in my apartment complexes, all different races. Like when I'm saying my apartment complex, it's not a black community. It's a multi-race. There's white people. There's people from India. There's people from um, from uh, Europe. People from all over the place here. And we all speak English. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's kind of like where I'm from is like, you know, it's mostly white, but there's black people, Hispanic. 
Indian, like there's a little bit of everything and we get along. We're fine. I mean, it's like yeah. Yeah, I I think like you mentioned like speaking English, that's a core thing is because when and I hope Trump eventually gets his pass where English is the national language because if everybody's speaking the same language, we can talk to each other, we can share ideas, we can be friends. When we're not speaking the same language, we keep to ourselves in our own little communities, and we basically self-segregate. That's not what we're supposed to be doing here. That's not assimilation. Right, right. And, I, and I have friends who are Mexican here, and their parents aren't from here, but they're second generation. And and they say, too, that they get frustrated because there's they have communities where they are... You know, it's okay to only speak Spanish because that's the little community that they have. So, therefore, it doesn't force them to learn English. Mm. And their kids get annoyed because they learned it. They're like, why aren't y'all learning it? Now we have to translate and do all this extra stuff for you guys to communicate. And, like, this is when I was going to college back in, like, 2010. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's a huge issue because the, there's the different communities that, yes, they're segregated. And then they have... Not just not even just the Mexican population or the Hispanic population, it's the other communities too. They all tend to do that and they speak the same languages. Yeah. Instead of us coming together all together, we do have that mix up over here too. But there are concentrations, concentrated areas where it's by their race or where they're from. Yeah. Definitely. Oh man, that was a that was a pretty wild show. I think we covered like literally every topic we were all over the place but in a good way but um if anything anybody else has anything else to say before we close out i want to thank you guys it was really an intense great show yeah thank you for coming on yeah, and make you sure coming. you vote for trump 2020 and vote red to save america down ballot <laughs> absolutely well We'll catch you guys next week with no real news here. Uh, who knows what America's going to look like then or what crazy shit happens next. But we'll definitely be talking about it. Later, so- Gators. Bye. 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 Be safe. Yeah. That's going to have to be, you know, I, I can't believe how many things, you know, that it feels like every time, you know, we come on for a new show, there's a new danger. There's pandemic. There's riots. There's this. There's that. Be safe, everyone, because <laughs> uh, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen next. And as always, make sure you wash your hands to cleanse yourself from all these germs and the COVID-19 that's sprinkling about. I am stalling for time still because I'm trying to pull up the live stream to end it. <laughs> I always forget to do that because I'm like, okay, show's ending. And I'm bringing it up, and then I always forget to bring up the link. But we are now ending it. Wash your hands, people, and thanks for tuning in. Night-night. Night. Uh, there we go. <laughs>